Yes? Uh, excuse me, sir. We're citizens. So? Uh, how old are you, sir? What? Yeah, well, I think you're old enough to know better. Can you step out of the car, please? Why? What's this all about? Hey, we'll ask the question, sir. Uh, how much have you had to drink today, sir? Yeah, <laughs> you can make it easier on us all if you just cooperate. Hey, I'm going somewhere else. Well, everything looks secure out here. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Till Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. And you get a pinball, and you get a pinball, and everybody gets a pinball this week. They do? They do. On episode 154, everyone gets a pinball. But what does that mean? I see you purchase. well, you used to have good games, Ron, at your house. Oh, here we go again. You used to have Star Trek, and you used to have Star Trek Next Generation, and yeah. you sold both of them. And when you sold both of them, what's the latest game you bought? Star Wars. Which version? Comic Book Edition, the Superior Which Edition. Version? Which version? Version? Ah, uh, Pro. Okay, so the Pro at least saves you a little bit. It's still Star Wars. It still sucks. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> and the comic book version does look better than the regular, so you're. At least plus two on a normal person who has a pro. Who else do we know that has a pro Star Wars? Who's that? It's Slam Tilt Zach. It oh, is. God, Slam you guys Tilt can hear me. Crap. Yes. Damn it. We can hear you. And we have another guest on today, Ron. Tell them who it is, folks. A very special guest. Because there's there's an announcement coming up that will be out at the time that this is released. It's a Slam Tilt exclusive. I give you everyone's favorite ROM master. We have Soren. Yes, hi Soren. Hey guys, how are you guys doing today? We're doing it. We're doing it. Fabulous. So, how do you, how do you say your last name? Bora. There you go. That's why I had Soren say it because I would have totally <laughs> butchered that badly. I would have butchered it also, but I butcher everything. He's a man so famous in pinball, he only needs one name anyway. He does. Well, uh, my first name has two pronunciations. There's a formal and an informal. Oh. To make matters uh, even more interesting. The formal way is Søren, and the informal way is Søren, where you kind of not say the R. And I've actually thought up a way for people to remember it. So, you know a light switch? It can be on, it can be off. Okay? So if you are, if you are Sir Off... Then I am Sir On. <laughs> then just say it a little faster. Sir On. Sir On. Sir On. Sir On. Sir On. Sir on. Okay. 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 Almost like Saruman. Uh, <laughs> enough of language, language uh, education today. Yes. We're talking pinball. We're talking pinball. And more importantly, we're talking ROMs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So let's talk about the story. Yeah, the, the, the story, if, if you've been following Pinside. Maybe we should uh, backtrack a bit. It's, it's true that um, the, my interest in pinball and my curiosity about pinball that goes way back have sort of uh, put me in a position where I was very interested in figuring out how the software works on a pinball machine. And uh, especially when I came to know about competition play, 
and uh, some of the shortcomings that made some of these uh, wonderful games uh, not so applicable to competition usage, at least on the high level. That really um, inspired me to put in the effort to uh, figure this out. And as soon as you've made a few simple changes and it works, then you're inspired to make more complicated things and dig deeper and make better tools to assist it. And that has now put me in a position where I've made some stuff that is on a quality level that it can be released, basically. So I'm very happy to announce that in collaboration with Planetary Pinball Supply and Rick Bartlett, we are now going to release updates for games that has a mark that says Williams and Bally. How about that? Now, Ron has had many Soren ROMs in his games. Well, we have so many custom ROMs in my basement. It's it's ridiculous. Know, it's but it's between between yeah. Yeah, between all the old Sterns and then the Soren ROMs. So Ronald is uh, Ronald is is the world hub for customized software. Yeah, I really want to thank you guys for having such an open mind about it uh, and supporting uh, software modifications. And are very brilliant at having modifications in general. I mean. Well, you're, using fixing, a, you're, you're fixing flaws that were not even known. So that's a great thing. Well, think about it. People didn't know about the being stuck in, uh, what's it called, for getaway, you know. There were never a perfect oh, yeah. version for getaway. But mm. each version that they did try to fix made another issue later on. So with your ROM, yeah. you get the best of both worlds. Yeah. You get the fixes that they originally intended, but you put them all together. So that's the, that's a great thing, and and we have the open mindedness of saying, you know, I want this game in a competition. People don't put getaways in competitions because of having the wrong code of like the L four that kind of stuff, and you made it so people can play this in competition again. It might be a long playing game, but guess what? It's still fun. It was my pleasure, and actually, the getaway is one of my favorite games. I mean, I played it a ton back in the day, and it just rocks, man. Oh, it does. That, that Steve Ritchie game uh, to its par. That's a good Steve Ritchie game. Oh, man. We're going to keep oh, going with the day, Star Wars baby. all day. All okay. day. We're even, when he's, even when he's outnumbered, he still just can't stop. Yeah. I can't because it's the truth. I speak of the truth. So between us all, let's see. I have Mouse In Around, Get Away, Roller Games, and Demo Man all running the Soren ROMs. I believe... Zach, you have the demo, man. Yeah, and I'm just waiting for the Black Rose Soren Edition ROM any day. <laughs> Got my fingers crossed. And I will be able to use it on uh, get, uh, the creature, my dad's creature. So when that comes out, I'll yes. be able to use it on that. Yes, there's something for everyone. There's something. For, is there one coming out for Who Done It? Actually, I owned a Who Done It a couple of years ago, and wanted to look into it. And I was uh, poked by a local guy here who also have one who hated the, what is it, skill shot, the skill plunge, oh, I know, thingy, you can uh, you can run on that. But uh, I, I never get to look into it. Oh, okay. There's the also bug with the uh, unlimited multi-ball. The Kaylee, George, Carl D'Angelo exploited bug where somehow you get the, the three bank to come down and it just stays down. And then just hit the ramp over and over until the flippers fall off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you want to hear an embarrassing story? Yeah, sure. Okay. I was at that Pinburg where the Kaylee 
versus mm-hmm. Carl versus two other guys uh, take, took place in the final and they rolled the game out afterwards because it's taking what an hour to play or something like that two hours it was bad and I was uh, in the free play area or oh, the banks playing uh, Felicia and then I came back and saw the very last thing of this and I asked the guy there oh they roll it out because you played too long and he replied to me and said yes he basically destroyed the game who do you think I asked that Carl of uh, course oh okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah was that uh, before you started doing any ROM modifications, or no, no? I think uh, the getaway was out. I was no, no. I hadn't released anything yet at that point, but I was working. So you could have an inkling in your mind. Hmm. Yeah, because yeah, that was because originally they thought it was might be a physical issue, because it happened once before, and they couldn't replicate. Like they thought it was a physical issue. It's like, well, it's not happening now, and it, they used it for several more rounds. It didn't have an issue with it. Oh, at the, at, at the pinberg? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So okay. that was like the second time they, they used it in a big fight. Like when it was used in Kaylee being Kaylee, he, he knew the exploit. How to do it exactly. Or at least knew when it was happening. And when he was starting his one ball, he saw the state that it was in and knew, and he called the tournament director over. It's like, is it okay to play this? He wanted like confirmation before he did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty rad, isn't it? Yeah. What yeah. ROMs will be available? From PPS distributors. Yes. yes. This premiere release, the launch of this, is uh, going to be... Uh, I've chosen four. I've chosen four, and then I've done some more stuff to it to um, to make them uh, usable for, for an official release. And the ones I'm happy to announce will come out is uh, Rocho and Creature from the Black Lagoon and Junkyard and Radical. And what are the fixes for each machine? So people, if they don't know what's going to be changed on these. Radical was a bit of a something I wanted to do because it's sort of a, it has special resonance with me, that game. And that is basically totally useless for competition play and fitted with a ton of issues, most of which I figured out while I was working on it. Oh, man. This is also wor- not working. Oh man, this is also not wrong. They just kept coming at me. Um, so now it's basically the multiball is um, is on your own merit only. You don't get anything for free from other players who has locked balls and or taken balls out of the trough. You know everything is uh, to each player's own merit. And the um, the jackpot or the mega million has a um, a pattern to it. So. It is not random. That was the two biggest things. Okay, and then uh, for Creature, what did you change on that? Creature, I have... Uh, there's a number of bugs in Creature, and one of which is actually kind of uh, making it useless in competition if you don't make a... It, you, you don't make a rule so the player can't uh, execute this, uh, this uh, exploit. And there's stuff like you can, stuck, you can get stuck on... Uh, a lot of pop bombers to light the super jackpots. You can get stuck on the uh, 1x multiplier in the multiball and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And some other ma- smaller things. And then the 10, 20, 30 million lights in the um, right inlane area, they were only used for light show. They had, they had no purpose. I guess it's because they ran out of time or maybe they made a placeholder thing and then forgot about it. 
So I've made a little purpose for that. That is tied to the big millions mode. Then I've de-randomized the playground award shot on the right and the uh, snack bar also. Mm-hmm. So you can use it strategically and um, and have a fair fair competition gig on that. And then Junkyard? And Junkyard is uh, is one of my favorite games of those that are often not mentioned as one of people's favorite games. I really, really like Junkyard. I like the theme. I like how it's integrated. I like the play, free, the play field. It's just a marvelous game. And Ace uh, display work and uh, voice work, just splendid game. But playing it, you get so fed up with uh, playing video mode over and over again. Plus, as you know, video modes are a safe way to get points in competition. So players can, on that game in, in a factory mode, the, the video mode is basically restartable at will. So not only is it a, becomes a bit of a boring game with a lot of media, video mode, it also takes a long time. So it has kind of been the favorite for competition for that reason. So I've basically pulled out a lot of ways to start the video mode. So with a, a slight twist, it can only happen once per ball. So it is not completely ripped out, but it's limited. And then I also put a lid on the uh, the uh, super skill shot. Oh, good. <laughs> can, that, that, uh, if you get a roll on that one, you just win the game. It can yeah. get you, I think, uh, 13 million in total. Mm-hmm. And that is um, mini-adjustable. So you can have it that way, or you can have it uh, reduced, or you can disable it. And Roadshow is uh, by far the game that is... By far, one of the games I've worked on where the focus was mostly to make the game better for home play and uh, not necessarily competition play. And that is basically to... Um, the game has 18 modes, where three of them is the US West Coast. Wizard modes, so it's 15 modes uh, on the main, uh, as main modes. And uh, that's a lot. And having a game uh, starting from one end all the time makes it a long way to see all the modes so I've basically made it like, uh, you know, from Twilight Zone and um, the Adams Family, where pups will uh, advance the lit mode throughout 14 of the 18 ones. So you can, in home play, see a variation from game to game. You can try different modes easily. And in competition, you can play strategically for the lucrative ones. Two of them are a quick multiball, Kansas and, um, what is it, Nashville? Uh, yeah, I think it's Nashville. And... Uh, I think one of the later ones is very lucrative. Lucrative. So you can basically, if you're there, you can go for the stand-up targets and try to set it up in the competition. And I really like that. And what's coming down the line from you? If you can give us a little like, hey, this is going to be the next batch coming out. A teaser. We want a teaser. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if somebody digs up the, uh, the old threads about the... Um, the stuff I've done that might be a, a fair guess, but there's no promise of when things will come out, and there's no promise that or I can definitely say that all of them are not being re-released, at least not in the um, in the form they had. Then it will be a more advanced, com- more complete uh, uh, work. But I will tease that um, one that people are asking me about a lot is uh, Theater of Magic. So I say that will be. Uh, that would be out next. Shoot the orbit. Shoot the orbit. Shoot yeah. the orbit. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing about uh, Roadshow, too, is when they designed that, I think this is actually in the promo video, too, they designed it to be a buy-in game with the yes. whole idea that you would just keep buying in to, to keep 
moving across the yes. country. Yes. So that's why in home play, if you're not, if you don't have extra balls or you don't want to keep buying in over and over, it will get kind of long. Yeah. Boring. It is. Come on. But, I can okay. only do Miami so many times in the beginning or New York. I you thought know, it was a neat play field. It's packed it's a, yeah, full it's of very, stuff. Actually, I like the play field. It's actually one of his better play fields. The thing about Roadshow, it is just awesome. Williams at its peak, fully loaded game galore. Yep. Return ramps all over the place. Diverters, two talking heads, you know. Yep. The full the full thing, wide body. The lock area, that's and, opposite of the, the, the TZ, you know. It's up in yeah. the upper left instead of the upper right, you know. But you touched on something uh, in, uh, important that run. Because, yes, the game was made with coin play in mind. And that is very important for me to say that I've obtained the skill to do this now, and I think I'm reasonably good at balancing changes and respecting, uh, you know, the overall concept of the game and not, cha- and not change too much. But it's not for me. It's not a way for me to say that I'm any better than the original designers in any way, because of uh, primarily because of two things. These games were originally made for coin play, and they were made in no time. You know, pinball machines are you know, punched out very fast. So, of course, uh, there were slip-ups and bugs that, you know, it has taken 30 years of playing this game to discover that they didn't know about back then. And some uh, rules and the design choices are rooted in the fact that they had to go on location and be appealing for coin drop, which may be the reason why they're not so good at being uh, used in competition or a bit tedious to uh, use in home play now. So that's why I come in. <laughs> I have to, uh, you know, revitalize these uh, these great games. There has been discussions on when it comes to changing these games, whether or not, like, like who are you to decide what the rules should have been, etc. That kind of thing. Or you know, I've gotten used to the, you know, exploiting the the various. You know, that's the way it was done. Yes. Why do you think that you were the one to? say how it should be done. I've seen that argument when it comes to the ROM changing. Yeah, that's totally understandable. I mean, if people um, feel they have an advantage because the way to make points is a bit difficult or because um, they play by instincts. So if the game plays as it used to, uh, as it always does, I mean, they they, they feel confident that they can uh, perform better. I mean, that's totally understandable. I mean... um, that's um, that's that's a valid point. Exactly. Yeah, I've seen I've seen that, but I've also seen like. Well, they have the option, though. That's the good thing. Yeah, that, exactly. It's a good thing. They can keep the original ROMs in there if they want to keep it that way, but or they can buy yours and have a better game. Sorry. <laughs> well, the thing is, a lot of like on even on like on Soren's ROMs and a lot of a lot of Scott's ROMs or our Scott, a lot of times they're dip switches of their settings. Now, if you wanted to play this way. Or do you want to play this this different way, etc.? Yeah. I don't know. The, the way I'd say it best for me is in Zach knows about this. The, the lethal weapon code. So there was a lot of lethal, there was a lot of work done on lethal weapon to fix a lot of issues on lethal weapon. The thing is, when I play the new code, it doesn't feel like I'm playing lethal weapon. At least the lethal weapon I knew. Yes, yes, I heard you talk about that. Yeah, and I, I think that's kind of. Not to say anything bad about the, I mean, that's the, the fixes that were done. That's the version I'm going to use whenever I have tournaments here again, because it fixes a lot of the, like the hitting the ramp forever for increasing value, a lot of stuff like that. 
But I would say, this way I can describe it, as long as you don't change the soul of the game. Like when I'm playing Demo Man, it's got a Soren ROM in it. It doesn't feel any different other than the fact that I can actually use the the claw now. Yay! I mean, Mousen doesn't feel any different than a stock mouse. And even Roller Games, which has a ton of changes, it still feels like Roller Games. None of the, the personality of the game has really been changed. I think that's the best way I can describe it. At least that's what I look for if someone's going to be fixing a game. If if it's got totally different timing or sound effects or things like that, then it's it's not going to feel the same as the original game. Well, yeah. he's fixing the bugs. That's what I like yeah. about the way Soren addresses the stuff. He's fixing the problems that were well. There's bugs, and there's, there's also yeah, gameplay yeah. changes. Like on roller games, exactly. you have you know, sun death just doesn't randomly start. Yes, and yes. you and make it advantageable to one person compared to another. Advantageable? Yeah. Well, it's an advantage if you get. No, I mean, is that a word? I, that sounds like it. it should be a word. I think <laughs> that's a word. It is. Zach, have you ever heard that no. word? Is that an actual Not word? A word. Better? Sorry. I'm going to look right now. Webster's Advantageable. Advantageable. Let me just touch on a few things there. By the way, Lethal Weapon 3, awesome game. Awesome game. I'm with you on that. Uh, oh, run. yeah. It totally rocks. I'm so happy we have one in, uh, in the lounge. But to me, a pinball machine is, is not a video game. I mean, games play different. They play different from condition. They play different from setup. And to me... There's no, there's no difference between uh, making a, an, an outline wider and uh, adjusting the software. It's all part of a tournament director's effort to put the game in a condition where he likes to use it in his tournament. To me, that's all it is. And as long if you make changes that are, makes a game a, a lot different, let's say that. It's unexpectedly different. As long as the tournament director announces this, explains this, put a piece of paper on the game that says, you know, this is set up this and this way. I don't see any problem with it. That's why we like pinball, isn't it? As opposed to a video game or something like that. And another thing is that one of the games that are deemed unusable in tournaments, then it's a bit of a shallow argument to say that you wanted to set up the way it came out of the factory. Because if no tournament director want to use it, then what's, what's it good for? So... Well, we saw that originally. We saw the first tweaks to code, not by you, but by other people, was limiting the jackpots on a System 11. Yes. And that was the first sign you saw where it made it fair for each player to play the game. Yes, and that is a perfect example of the thing I said before, that games were made for coin play, because this jackpot increment across games, across players, till collect that we see on a number of uh, System 11 games, like uh, I think High Speed was the first, and Big Guns and Pool Sharks also, I think, and some others. I mean, that is pure coin-sucking uh, design. Yep. I mean, it is amazing for sucking out coins out of people's pockets in, uh, in, a, in an arcade. Like, a guy walks into an arcade, there's four pinball machines. Which one do I want to play? Then the jackpot is announced in the a track sequence, and if it's uh, been bumped up by a previous place, that's where he puts his coins. Another example, a guy want to beat the high score. He has played five games, and now the jackpot is really, 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 really high, but uh, he hasn't been able to collect it. Do you think he has time and money for another game? Oh, yes, he has. Oh, yes, Even he if does. he doesn't have, 
he has. So that's CoinPlay design. But in competition, not so good. Webster's Dictionary, that is a valid word. Wow. Woohoo! <laughs> See? <laughs> Bruce just has like a dictionary next to his desk with just like no, every I single word crossed out that's, and rewritten. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's a valid word. I'm in. <laughs> I would say when it, when it comes to the ROM changes, it, a lot of this wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for tournaments. A, a lot of no. it is because of tournaments and, and, and not just scoring imbalances, but other fixes. And a lot of time, and, and originally you would only see it like at Papa. And Scott, our own Scott, he did a lot of the System 11 games with the, you know, non-randomizing the jackpot. But they weren't, like, freely available. You would just go there and notice, like, hey, jackpot's always the same on that. How is that possible? They're all running all these these custom custom ROMs. And you would even get situations where you'd have, like, a Lyman or another Stern employee. They'd show up there with some new ROM that wasn't even out yet and put it on a game. Me and Bruce remember that. The one Papa, they put a new ACDC code. That wasn't available at all, and they tested it out there. Actually, not in the tournament area, but they, you know. But it was in the free play area. Yeah. And I got didn't burned on the CSI one. Didn't they also do that for one of Keith Elwin's games in Pinburg, where they put a software revision on that wasn't available yet? I think so, yes. Yeah, it's possible. Yes, that's yes. possible. I think, it was, I think it was for Maiden. But again, I mean, I think uh, I'm, I'm giving tournament directors a long leash. I mean, it's your tournament. You can do what you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, the IFBA has rules for stuff you cannot do if you want to be in an IFBA tournament. Remember those? Mm-hmm. But, uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, well, Josh is going to have to change the list up. All right. More work for Josh. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but as long as the tournament director is uh, transparent about what uh, the condition of the game is and if there's defects and stuff like that, I mean, I'm 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 giving them a long leash. They can do what uh, what they like. Yes, and and Indisc has used a lot of your your ROMs along with crazy setups of, of game games that are usually not used in tournaments because they're either too easy, they're physically altered in some way so they're actually playable. But there's usually always at least one Soren ROM game in in the bank every year. Yeah, I, th- I think it was like Mousen last year, or maybe it was the year before. Yes, it was. Yeah, I've been working with uh, Jim Belsito directly. On these. So let's see. If you had one game that's banned right now from competition that you think Soren yeah. could fix, what would it be? Me? What would you do? Yeah, what, you what would, you, would you, yeah, we'll all pick one. I know mine. I'm going to look at my list. How about you, Zach? Banned from competition. Yeah, because it's got a lot of those. They will never use it again. There's the, the list. I don't know, I, I'd like to see T2 and Morg competitions. Damn it, you took mine. <laughs> that was my first uh, WPC 90s game. I was like, oh, this is fun. And like once or twice ever, I got like the 255 targets and multi-bonders. It's like, ugh. It did? I haven't been able to reproduce that. I thought it was a myth. No, it's not. Mm. No, it's uh, I, I got it once on my home game. And then once at a show, I just went and played one single game and I got it. You've seen it on your home game? Yep. Are you always running the latest duck? I don't know anymore. I sold it eventually. But, oh. Uh, because the latest code, I, I cannot, uh, I cannot see how it's uh, supposed to be a problem. But I can tell you the other thing, the thing that hit the Josh Sharp in that Papa final, where the super jackpot is. Yeah, I saw that. I was there in person for that. What, what did it? It said it was a super jackpot, but it didn't give him the points. Yeah, it's um, and then yeah, and then it goes to 
after the animation for Super Jackpot, it shows that you have this and this many shots remaining to start multiball. It's actually because the game has the game has a default it goes back to from when it sends the ball to the cannon. So the game always in, in ball on playfield mode, you could say. It has ball in cannon mode or ball in playfield mode. And the problem is that it's related to a seven second time timer thing and it expired before the ball had reached the cannon because of the extra ball animation <laughs> and extra balls are off. It's really a, a, a nice coincidence there. I mean, that was always an annoying thing of you can't... Yes! There was no points for extra balls either. No, that's right. And that game gives out a ton of extra balls. But that 255 shots to uh, lock balls is... Um, yeah, if anyone out there knows more about that, please let me know. I'm trying to find a list again. I can't find it. You mean the Papa one? Yeah. The band game. So uh, while Bruce is looking for that, Zach, what's wrong with uh, with Black Rose? There's some randomization stuff with like the different mode awards. Like you shoot the center shot and it gives you a random mode to play. For a tournament, those would probably be in order or something uh, like that. And that's the and double, double broadside. Uh, is, it, is it the, the lucrative one? Is that right? Yep, that one. You, you can... Uh, well, that's, that's actually a cannon mode. So those are in order. Yeah, those like two are different sets of modes, going, and you can sort of fix double broadside because you can adjust the timing of it in the settings, so you can make it not so overwhelming. My main things on Black Rose are the fact that like one of the awards from the from the center shot is instant multi ball. You know, like that's mm. definitely mm. more than the others. And then like the way that you relight the, the center shot is that you shoot the center shot again. So if you can just lock <laughs> in on that shot, then it becomes just one shot all day, which isn't good. Ah, oh, those wonderful games. And then it's got the uh, the right ramp is increasing points of just a million per shot. That doesn't end technically, so if you can just hit that over and over, you can start I know making I w- millions. I know a way how to fix that game mechanically. That return gate, uh, return uh, trail, uh, habit trail from the center shot. You just make it so it goes straight down the middle <laughs> instead of popping to the right flipper. I'd actually uh, been thinking off. about making a little so the- 3D printed bracket to stick on there so that it swaps what side. It drops the ball too each time. Oh, nice! Sort of like on Road Kings on its ramp. No, it has, it, ha- help it, too, but. it has it has to be randomized and it has to be decided right before the ball reaches the end. So right, uh, left. So it'd be like the or those the same things on uh, Guns N' Roses are using for the lock. Like yeah, those, those little like um, the other yeah, spin. And, yeah, so you won't know which side it goes on. It's like whatever oh. whatever side it, however it's turned. Apollo 13 also has one of those. Oh, I just got something in chat. Yeah, Zach, I found it also. I just found it. I'm just trying to find a bug section of it. The banned games list. Bad games. It's the IFBA who has a concept of banned games, not Papa. Yeah, it is. It's actually under Papa. Well, Papa has a general like, tournament okay. director's guide of like, we recommend yeah. do this or do that or don't do this. They have a note for Black Rose. Highly repetitive scoring strategies lessen this game's appeal for expert divisions. Wow. But that, that might also concern the, uh, the, the right shot. No, the left shot, the lock, the lock thing. Yeah, depending on how your game is set up, if that kick out is really manageable, that can get bad. I have mine set up so like it yes. sort of hits top of the sling almost, so it's less bad. But mm. you know, just another thing, like you said, with any of the adjustments for the feeds, like you can adjust it to make it not have that problem as much. But... It's even better if there's a software issue, so you don't have to worry about physically adjusting games or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing about Black Rose, 
that has as many adjustments as I've ever seen in a WPC menu. Oh, it's great. I love it. Like way more than I'm used to seeing. It's like, damn, it's like a stern game. You're going to like option 30, 40. Now, Soren, do you have any ideas about if you would go away from the William Valley and do maybe Data East like some uh, other people have been doing or even, God forbid, Gottlieb? you got to imagine that's a, a big uh, uh, restart me, uh, effort and stuff to do that. Yeah. Let me, uh, well, first of all, let's face it, the Williams games are the most interesting ones to work on. Right? So there's plenty of work there. As for Gottlieb, I wanted to do something about the uh, spinners on uh, TX sector. Okay. Mm. And figured out that it can't be done because <laughs> you know how Gottlieb they couldn't really uh, let loose of the uh, EM way of doing games when mm. they made the CPU games. So they, has, they have this hardware thing that makes a lamp state alternate from another lamp. And that's used on GX sector. So unless you rewire the game, you cannot have a situation where both spinners are off or both spinners are on. It's always one or the other, as for the indicator at least. Yeah, most people probably aren't going to want to rewire their game. No. no. I never noticed anything like that when I was working on Bruce's. Yeah, they have four well, lights. I was more thinking about the, the randomized you know, stuff for like Surf and Safari and that kind of stuff where 20 million points wouldn't you, or you know, catch up that kind of stuff where you can double your points. You know, we've seen that in yeah. some early, later valleys, you know, where you can catch up somebody's score. Vegas, catch up to your yeah. opponent. Yeah, exactly. We used to have a uh, class of 1812 in one of the joints that I co-run <laughs> with that ramp where you could uh, light it for a million and then you just repeat it. It was unusable. Unusable. But, um, yeah, I mean, it would be relatively easy. You know, a mystery. A mystery thing to figure out uh, how it decides on one or the other and limit the selection of making it fixed to one thing, that's, that's really easy to do. So, Would the bigger issue be just dealing with Gottlieb or whoever is in charge of Gottlieb now? Uh, I guess. <laughs> Bruce, you know more about that than me. What was that? Gottlieb. Mondus. Mondus. Okay. Mondus owns the rights to all of Gottlieb. And they have licensed it to, of course, a pinball resource. So I think you would have to talk to pinball resource to give you the rights to something to do. And it would only be on, of course, pinball resource. uh, (laughs) You'd only be able to buy them from pinball resource, probably something like that. Well, just like with PPS, though, you know, you're getting authorization from a company. I think there's actually a different company that does ROMs that's not pinball resource for Galibs. I thought you can buy ROMs through Pinball Resource, though. So that's why I'm kind of like... Too, but I know there's another non-Pinball Resource place that does Gottlieb's. And I thought they always say, like, we're the only authorized one. Or maybe PB Resource is buying them from them or something. Maybe. Let's see. Know. Let's let's look up. Well, what do we think would be the best Gottlieb games to fix? Oh, anything from ADB. Well, <laughs> well also, like, Surf and Safari, you can fix by disabling the skill shot. That's just what Papa does. Yeah. Although then you lose the ability to have any sort of controlled feed, which sucks. Yeah, but still, it's very fun, usable, and a Papa favorite. They use that all the time. Yeah. Well, to backtrack a little, um, you know, on the question if Gottlieb would be interested, if this works, if what I'm if what I'm doing now works, then it might inspire others to say, okay, let's uh, let's do that as well. Because if software modification is something that people either think is 
totally undoable and will just mess up the game or B due to um, copyright issues or whatever it cannot be done technically once somebody proves that it can be done it may inspire people to say oh yeah uh, we want that too so I mean who knows we talked about before uh, what games we would like to see fixed who's next yeah who's next Bruce Bruce was looking up a list for 10 minutes I'm still looking but then I got and he's still looking and then Zach took mine yeah, so, so, so I guess it, if, well, Terminator. It, Terminator 2. So I'll, I'll say who done it because I, I love who done it. I'll say I would like to say something like uh, Pool Sharks. Oh that's, yeah, uh, that's, that's that's a good little cute. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I like known, Pool Sharks. Lesser known System Eleven. Uh, Bad cats. Oh yeah. Bad Repeatable cats. ramp. Oh my god. Bruce's uh, yeah. Bruce's choice is Bad cats. <laughs> Bad cats. Not bad girls, but bad cats. Bad cats. Okay. Those just like make me think of I think it was uh Chad does the Dead East games and the first one he did was like Hook. Yeah. Which like people ramp city and he just like okay, well the ramp scoring is like a quarter and then you need to hit this thing instead to increase it and like this yes. this is like you're not shooting the ramp anymore. <laughs> I've never played a hook, I think. I don't think you're so. better off. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> oh, it's a terrible game. God. Yeah, there, there's so many games that era though. They're just like just some way to make people not just hit one ramp over and over is like all you need to like fix the game. Yes. That's always a physical mod too, because a repeatable ramp is a repeatable ramp. So uh, if you you can still sabotage a tournament by prolonging your game by playing it that way. So. Cover it up a bit and uh, to, to start with, right? Yeah. So I have here, ROMs may not even be your biggest contribution to tournament pinball. It isn't? It actually isn't. Because where I go to tournaments, I'll hear, is it running the Soren ROM? But I'll also hear, do your games have earplugs? Yeah. Some people will be like, what? Your earplugs? For what? Where you put too loud. <laughs> where you, the game's too loud? You're, you need earplugs? But that's not what that means. What does that mean? Well, I'm, I'm happy you bring it up, Ron, because I'm actually quite proud of that. I'm quite proud of that contribution or invention, if you will. But um, for the longest time, I was a bit bothered by um, hearing people write stuff about tilts and tilting and tilt mechanism in pinball machines that wasn't true. Or people on streams from tournaments that uh, was all, were always were also um, you know a bit off on uh, the facts of that matter. So I thought you know one day I will make like a PDF, which is a calibration guide, some information, some basic information, and a calibration guide that explains all this. And then um, one day I decided that uh, no, I want to make a video. I want to try myself in filming you know, uh, narrating, editing, and uh, making a piece of uh, motion picture stuff about pinball. So I hit dived into it and uh, made some things about explaining the tilt, you know, showing how to calibrate it, and then my good old rant about uh, slam tilt in, in the end, not slam tilt podcast, but slam tilt function in pinball machines. Then I thought up that... Um, you know, one of the problems with things like tilt-through in tournaments and people waiting between balls is the fact that the uh, the pendulum or the tilt rod 
is so uh, slow to uh, settle down. I also realized that because it's it's if it is swinging very freely back and forth, it can be hard to adjust the tilt. So you get warning, but not a full tilt, and it is not too loose. You wanted to punish the player if he notches the game a little too hard or a little too much, but maybe not necessarily go directly to tilt because I really hate that. You know, everyone has experienced that in a competition situation, and uh, it really sucks. One push, down, down. So I thought the trick to make all this work is that the pendulum is just settling faster. And then I I tried various things uh, inspired by my buddy Christian Holmstein in uh, Sweden, who had the a trick with a, a, a rolled aluminum aluminum foil that you put under the uh, the hook. But I didn't uh, I didn't think it worked too well. And then one happy uh, Saturday afternoon where I was filming, I um, just had this idea sparked in my head that if you put a, a cushion foam on top of it, that might be the, the trick to, to make it work. And I thought, earplugs. Earplugs are an affordable foam. You know, it's perfect size, uh, perfect shape, uh, perfect stiffness, I would assume. And then I rushed to a store and uh, got some and um, came home and tried it on. And then I had a new segment for my film. For those who were like, well, boom, what is he talking about? Where where the the rod is attached, yes. where it hangs down. <laughs> uh, very good. So where the rod the rod goes, there's the the hole it goes through. Put the foam in there, and it expands <laughs> out. Wow, Bruce. And the thing about the earplug is, you can do half an earplug, quarter of an earplug. You can experiment. Quarter of an earplug is the best. Then it gets a wedged form that fits perfectly down into the uh, into where the hooks are, hook is hanging. So every, every time it is rotating, it's just notching against this foam a little bit, which is enough to make it settle in like 10 seconds, 20 seconds. Perfect. Perfect, 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 perfect game. On some uh, Gottlieb games, it's a different system, so you cannot use it, on, use it on them. But most of the games used in competition, Stern, Williams, Bailey, so Gottlieb is a pain again. It's always Gottlieb. <laughs> What's with those guys? Oh man! Oh man! I've I've, I've held a guy fix a uh, black uh, black hole. Nightmare! Nightmare! Pain! Pain! Zach knows all about pain with black holes. Pain. And then if you, if you want to get under the uh, under play field, and you have to pull that out and run. Ah! Yeah, not fun. Stupid failure. <laughs> so the name uh, that video is under just look under uh, dots and loops I believe is yeah. your channel on YouTube and actually if you just search for how does a tilt work or something like that in pinball you, it comes right up I highly recommend you watch the video yes it was a ton of work a ton of work a ton of work where I had to borrow a GoPro from some guy and the professional uh, you know TV camera camcorder thingy from another guy and oh man but i'm i was very happy about how it turned out i must say and i I agree with your one comment the the best tilt mechanism is the the williams like mid-90s era but but it's like all one plastic thing that you have one screw and you can just move it in any direction to get it centered all right so we got roms we got earplugs so you said this is coming out. We're all excited. 
finally have those those ROMs that everyone's been asking for. Hopefully it'll quiet the pin side uh, thread down. Everyone will be happy. Probably not. They'll probably just... Probably not. Like, when is so-and-so coming out? When is so-and-so coming out? That'll be the next course, question. Yeah, that, course, that, those, course, those will be the next course. questions. But that's fine. That's fine. Well, um, I think it's a good set, the first set here. I'm very happy about it. and It's wonderful games and uh, very unfortunate when they are disregarded for competition, for smaller things inside the all the magnificent things in there. And um, if this gives uh, those games a little push in the right direction uh, and make them more wanted for pinball, uh, for competition, then um, I'm happy to contribute to that. When you did the the original ROMs, the original uh, modified ROMs, was it you that used to have like a PDF that had like all the stuff that was different? Almost like you could just print it out and put it on the game. Like, this is what's different. Yeah. In my madness for being, you know, perfect perfectionism and, uh, you know, uh, making it so easy for people to uh, to use this and make sure that the players are informed by it. I made these PDFs that took the most important things that you can write in four or five, four or five lines and um, explained it. But... Um, it's a good question. I haven't really thought about uh, making those. Yeah, I was wondering if they, because you used to send them as files. Now these, like yeah. if you get them from a planetary pinball, they're probably just going to send you the ROM. But if they had something on their site, because they have a lot of they have a lot of material on their site anyway. Planetary yeah. pinball, they have full manuals, parts catalogs. I think that that would be cool if you had this the PDF. You could because I'm lazy. I would love to be able to just print the PDF out and slap it on the back. Glass. Like here, here's here's how it's different. Yeah. Is there yeah, any well, other I, way besides the sticker that's going to be on the EPROMs to show that it's different? Like on when you're putting it, powering up the machine? Well, I assume it'll be a different version number. Yes, I've redesigned the uh, startup screen when you power okay. in the game. I mean, for DMD games. Good. I just want so, to, so it, people it, know it has, full, they... it, it has full information about the revision and stuff like that. Okay, good. That's perfect. Mm. That's the way it should be. I like that. You, you've appeased Bruce. <laughs> well, because people are going to ask. You know that. People are going to ask. So I'd rather get the question out oh, of Oh, yeah. Those tournament types, they ask a lot of questions. Yeah, they're pain in the asses. <laughs> yeah, I have another example of how I'm totally mad and perfectionist about this. On Creature from the Black Lagoon, I took the effort to make it so that you can uh, tap the buttons to get the score screen up in the track mode. Yes, thank you. Don't you have to wait for that in competition. So yeah. were you going to do that? You did I mean, that for the, the creature. Wait. Did you do it for T uh, two also? I haven't made T two yet, Bruce. Okay, when we you talk, do do T two, we talked T2. about that for a while, a while ago. <laughs> I know, but no, I'm saying, and when you do do it on T two, add that also. Yeah. And Judge That's Dredd good. and Doctor Who and, and Doctor Who, yeah, yeah. the yeah, whole line. We didn't know yeah. other features. We just made it so you can see the scores again. Oh, pain in the and also, um, maybe I shouldn't talk about Theater of Magic because that's not available now, but. When it will come out, it will have so that uh, if you disable buy-in, you won't have buy-in scores in the track mode or the status report. Of course. That's the way it should be. Yes, I agree. Doing the so, best Ron. Yes, Bruce. Did you get a game? Uh, yes, I got a game. A game? A game that Bruce doesn't approve of. God, no. One of Soren will approve of my game. I got a Star Wars. Ooh, I have <laughs> Wow, we we need a tiebreaker here. We, we have two, we need two against two, right? Two against yes, two. Yes, it is. Okay, 
Why don't you like it? What's wrong with it? Me? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Pass it to me. I'll Maybe, take a baton. It, see, you didn't come up with an answer quick enough. That means you're wrong. This is going to be grumpy old man uh, territory. Oh, yes, action button. I no, don't. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't like movie uh, movie stuff in in games. So okay. that kind of that's a new one. Okay, okay. I mean, I like movie themes if they're done right, but movie clips and uh, you're going into an asteroid field. They'd be crazy to follow us, wouldn't they? Yeah, that's what I want to see. They kind of get old quick, doesn't it? Just the polar opposite. Joe, that wise cracks on the. Yeah, just the polar opposite. Because that's that's like my bag, the original trilogy. Like, I'm quoting the, the lines as they're being delivered. Geek. <laughs> geek. Yeah, okay, I'm a geek, Bruce. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I can recite every line for all three movies. You want, you want me to start? Actually, on, on, on a little more serious note, I have, I have a little thing that I wish that they would, they would have done. Okay. The thing about moats going from ball to ball is really, really dangerous. Really dangerous, because you have this game where one shot is impossible. For instance, the Star Wars I've been playing a lot that we have had in the, in the lounge until recently where it was sold, uh, the ramp, the right ramp, impossible. Impossible to hit, impossible to make. So if you have a mode where that's the only shot you, it wants you to make for, to progress through the game, and you had that hanging from ball one to ball three, or even to game over, that sucks. I would argue that's more of a physical issue with the game. I'm just saying that rules that, uh, I mean, most that, most that do not terminate on the end of ball is, is really dangerous. I wish that, you know, um, one of the things I always liked about the uh, game like uh, Whirlwind and that era was that uh, on start of ball, you got a little push forward on the status of the game. On every start of the ball, you know, like grid letters in uh, the Adams family. That's really clever. That's really That's clever. Uh, when I got a Whirlwind, I was like, wait, it gives me a free arrow every ball free i hate this and i've been trying to hack the round to remove it really? <laughs> i haven't succeeded I that, yet I, but i think that's a very very good idea i, really I, like I think it. it's a nice idea but i wish there was an option to turn it off yeah there you go like like have, have an option i'm getting like half my letter my arrows spotted for me instead of shooting for them i'm like now it just locks are lit all the time and i'm like no i want to shoot for these things do I get I the do I get to make the problems with Star Wars? A, 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 whirlwind, a whirlwind should be on hard settings, at least in home play. So yes, well, mine is, there's no it setting is. for that at all. It always spots no matter what you do. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, what you mentioned is actually one of the things I liked about Star Wars: the fact that you have to finish the modes. You can't just like, oh, I'll start it. Oh, I failed. Oh well, I could still get to the wizard mode. I don't need to finish it. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's I know for uh, for a lot of people maybe that's not the thing. Uh, but I, what if you I know, start the wrong one? What if you're in competition and start the wrong one whoops. and you're really host? Yeah, well, or two at a time. That. Two at a time, you know. Well, to me, it's kind of the fun of learning what not to pick with with what, which I'm slowly doing. And sometimes I screw my. As far as I can see, what the uh, what is it? The speeder mode is hard, and the other one's hard too, where you have to hit the alternate ramps, but there's a timer, like yep, four seconds. Room. Yeah, that you one have to was do like three ramp combos for that like, mode. Damn, that's Oof. hard. So there's there's certain ones I wouldn't want to stack with other ones. I do wish there was like a some way of like spotting shots or something, you know. So like sometimes I'll just like I can't hit this one shot no matter what I do. I'm just not hitting it, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, that's another you know, like, good... some some not easy way, but something I'm just like. 
okay, just like give me the next shot, you know, progress me in the mode no matter what, you know, like the action button on Guardians of the Galaxy to just like give me a shot. You're saying about the one shot, like, like a game like High Speed has compensation if you can't hit the side ramp. So if the side ramp was unmakeable, if you, I believe you hit the, the saucer enough times, it will give you the awards. Gentlemen, I've just thought up something that has never been seen in pinball before. I just got an idea. What if you made a game where you could terminate a mode and then sacrifice all the points obtained in that mode? So you pick a mode and it goes wrong. You, you cannot progress through it. Then you can abandon it and start another one at so the sacrifice you- of points. Even all the points uh-huh. that you earned already in that mode, you lose. Yeah, when you finish the mode, you get the whole the points. He's you saying build, get rid you, of the mode, and then you subtract. You could the make points. it into a you could make it into a pot. You know, it is not applied to your score directly. It's applied to a pot. I mean, they have all this real estate on the display now. They put a television in the game, so it would be easy to have a pot where you can see how you accumulate points, and then you can decide to go f- forward and try to collect it all, or you can abandon it if. Um, you run into trouble. The problem with the ones like that is then, like, if all this, those points in your mode are the final shot, and then, like, someone goes knives on the way through, and then, like, finish drains, and they're like, wow, I just did all that work, and I got zero points, because they don't know, you know, that all these points are still ready for them, you know, or something. They, they just see that yep. they did work, and it was wasted. No, 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 no. no but you can see it, like, an we're talk, end, we're like talk, a choice. We're, we're talking modes that progress through ball to ball. So no, I mean, even like on ball, ball three, ball, like you drain, it. I'm like, I just spent two balls. Oh yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Working That's... through that mode, like I see a lot of people complaining on Game of Thrones about that, because it has a lot of modes where like you're always building up the final value, and that's yes. where all the big points are. You know, or you play multi ball and you don't get the supers, so yeah. suddenly multi ball is like 50 million instead of 800 million. Yeah, like you you need to well, get all through on those. Those could be yeah. aggravating too, but I think Deadpool has a thing where you can at least run away from some modes, right, Ron? run away i think there's like in certain modes you can hold the action button and it will just exit the mode really i don't i know you can hold the action button to not go in a mode if you don't I want think maybe to maybe in quests you can just really with okay. the quest by holding the button or something i don't know yeah i would have never i hoped ron would know because he owns the game but well yeah, <laughs> yeah no. well you, you, well, i know but i would X. never number one know to even try that number two i probably never quit out of modes because i try to finish them well yeah. you can picture like if, if you're in stuck in a an untimed mode, like uh, the one of the two quests, and then you have mech suit lit or something. You're just like, I want out. The I game would have suit, to you know? tell me, and the games aren't always the best at telling you. Yeah. Like, cancel mode if you want. Even if they said that, it would be in the LCD screen, which I don't look at. So that, that, would, that would be the problem. <laughs> I, have a, I have a Deadpool as well. I wasn't aware of that. There you go. There you go. Bruce, you were throwing Star Wars. Yeah, you were going to bash Star Wars, so... Oh, easy. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute the chat for a few minutes. And yeah, go ahead. I'm muting. <laughs> okay. Terrible geometry for sh- for plunge. Plunge, right off the bat. When you actually can hit the, the left, the, in the right targets, and it most of the time will drain... Like, if it auto-plunges, 99% of the games, it will go up, hit the three targets, and go right out to the left lane. 99% really Bruce. Yes, 99% honestly. of the time I dispute that percentage. Okay, dispute the percentage. It happens on a lot of games with that game. Okay. It happened uh, in a circuit uh, finals, didn't it? What? And at the game at circuit finals last time, it would auto plunge straight to the outlane half the time. Yep. yep. So it, even at the Stern circuit finals, they weren't able to think to 
adjust their game. But you said game. half the time. Bruce is saying 99% of the time. Well, I, I had people who would play at the bar and they were like, that's it? You know, because they didn't realize that, oh, it's going to auto-plunge because I lost the ball so fast. And then, So you didn't fix the game at your own bar, Bruce? Yes, because it's it's a terrible game. We put the double ball saver in that Dwight did yes, for Ghostbusters. Problem solved. Okay, saver. next. Flashers are terrible on that game. What? what? They're better than a lot of the other Dwight games, but he, it, Dwight has a problem with flashers. I swear to God. <laughs> what flashes are in the game? There's a couple that go off during multi-ball, and you're I like, just holy played crap. it for hours. I had no issues whatsoever. I don't whatsoever. any flashers in the game at all. Uh, well, I don't like them. It's not like winter is coming going on. No, no, it's not. No, I, I said that. I said it's not as bad as his other games, but it's still bad. I don't know why he has this affliction with flashers and blinding people. See, I, I, I think that's a positive. I like those in the games. No, I don't. I, don't. I always enjoyed that in, in uh, Game of Thrones, especially if you're playing in a dark room when I had my Game of Thrones. just like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like when a lightsaber duel is ready, you know, the lights go down, and it makes it very clear that, yeah, you're supposed to hit this ramp here to start this. Lightsaber mode. Total cock block. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. What's wrong? Everyone hates that. I, I, I oh, it's terrible. You, you were swearing at it. After I know, but I was swearing at myself more for failing. Like I said, yeah. but before I was streaming it, I must have done like five successful lightsabers in a row without draining. I'm in for My big complaint on that is it's a GI. mode where it has a timer, and if you drain, you don't get out of the mode. You get no. back in, and it resets the timer. Yeah, it resets the whole so way. No matter the if top. you're trying yeah. to escape from the mode or you're trying to complete the mode, either way you get screwed. Yes. I'm like, if you're going to make it all the times out, then make it just time out. You know? My complaint about that mode... Blue and red general illumination. What's that? Ugh. It's, the it's terrible. Ugh. It does look bad. Really? I it's didn't just, think it... Ugh. Well, this is you, Ron. You loved the game so much you bought it. Stupid. And you enjoyed it. Stupid. So that's a problem with you. The adrenaline rush I get playing that game is more than most other games I have. Plain and simple. I'd rather play a Deadpool in a And I love the theme. I, I love Deadpool, too. It's a yeah, different kind rather... of experience. No, if you put Deadpool and you put Star Wars next to each other, most pinball players, let's say it the proper way, will go to Deadpool. Most regular non-pinball players who are going for location play will go to Star Wars. Most non-pinball players who are going to a location to play pinball. I got you. Yes. Yes, like if you're barcade and that kind of stuff. Okay. They see Star Wars, they go, ooh, and they hear the theme music and that kind of stuff. It stinks. (laughs) <laughs> it stinks. But how was the game out of the box? How did it go? Did it, no problems? Uh, there was one issue which I didn't notice until we were on stream. Okay, what was that? Uh, actually, I didn't notice it. Zach noticed it. Zach noticed it, of course. Of course, because he's Zach. I, well, the funny thing is I mentioned, which was one of the um, things that the issue was causing without knowing the cause of the issue, at the beginning of the stream... And they're like, everything's been working great, except when I do hyperspace multiball, like it locks the ball, and then I hit it with the other ball, and it just doesn't give me, it doesn't start. And I think there's, there's, that's weird. I, I'm doing something wrong. I just figured I was doing something wrong, or I had to hit it hard enough to knock it out of the area. I thought maybe that was it. So I, I literally play one game, and in the chat, Zach's there, uh, your left loop gate and spinner are reversed. Like when you're hitting the spinner, it's doing the left loop gate. When you're hitting the left loop gate, it's doing the spinner. Yeah, I've seen the, I've seen that that as well on the game. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it became a a tech stream, and I'm thinking like, man, I hope they just swap the connectors because if they did, that would be easy. And that's what they did. 
Yep. They just put yes, the wrong connectors, swapped them. And, and as soon as I did that, it's like first hyperspace. Like, all you had to do was hit the gate. And it's like, boom, it starts. It's like, oh, well, there you go. Oh, when I hit the spinner, it actually makes the spinner sound now. That's that's cool. Did you buy this new in box, Ron? Oh, uh, yes. Okay. I, I didn't know if you got to use, possibly, yep. you know. I always love when you buy the game secondhand and there's factory errors in it still. Yes, because people didn't realize. My Game of Thrones I got and some of the RGB LEDs were cross-wired, so they were doing the wrong color yeah. on like the mode shots. I'm just like, you, you never noticed this? <laughs> hey, I never noticed that. Fail. Well, you, you didn't have much and, time. Yeah. Well, but you're happy though, Ron. That's a great thing. You're oh, happy I'm with very it. happy. That's good. That's great. That's what we like to see. My dad will probably be coming over today, and I'm sure he'll hate it. I love your dad. There's your. There's the tiebreaker. We got a tiebreaker. Yep. Oh, oh my dad. Okay, I'll ask him when yes. he comes over. Do you like yes. Star Wars or no? No, it's terrible. I don't get it. I drain immediately. <laughs> he'll hate it because the button, moving stuff around, all the shit you have to know. Oh. oh, he would hate that with a passion. It's terrible. If we ask Ron's dad, we have to ask my dad too, and he likes Star Wars. Hey, and they're both named Ron. So there you yep. go. Yeah, there you go. They cancel each other out. They cancel each other out. Isn't it funny that pinball people spend so much time debating if a game is good or not? Mm-hmm. Especially when they're wrong, like Bruce. But I mean, I'm totally right. Yeah, you're right about your opinion. What games do you guys like or dislike that everybody else has the opposite opinion about? Oh, well, Star Wars would be mine. Most people don't like Star Wars. It's psychological. Sa- well, Zach is not a typical. I, I'm the Zach that is not likes the it. majority. No, Zach, no, is, Zach, not Zach is not the majority. So I would say Star Wars is is mine that I like. What do I not like that lots of people like? That's a good one. Um, Twilight Zone. That was, that was a, tw- yeah, Twilight Zone. Zone Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. What about Bruce? What was that? I hate Adam's Family. I hate Twilight Zone. You can throw them away. And what do you what what do you like that everybody else is uh, throwing under? Uh, Lord of the Rings. No, Every, you know, in tournament they hate. Nah, Lord of the Rings. But, yeah, but most and people love that game. I love it in tournaments. How about um, ready? Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Lights, camera, action. Lights, camera, action. It's great. Yeah, I don't think you're going to go up to most people and they're going to be like, "Oh yeah, lights, camera, action is the shit." Yeah, I don't I think like so. The, it's one of the few Gottliebs that actually has a good rule set. Really. Yeah. I've, I don't know I've never about played that. that one. What about you, Zach? Uh, <laughs> I mean, the games that I like that no one else does is the majority of my collection. Yeah. 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 Although I'm staring right at Genie right now. Anyone, Everyone hates Genie. Yeah. Fucking Genie. I love Genie. Genie is four pinball machines uh, combined into one box yeah, for some reason. It's more pinball. <laughs> More bad. I, I love wide together. bodies. I love super wide bodies. I love mini playfields, upper playfields. It's got all of it. Yeah, when Eric Minier said like no more wide bodies, you know, he cried. Yep. Well, he didn't say that, but yeah, yeah. He said it's up to the designer, and so you know, Lawler's not doing any. So Eric is Zach's only hope for wide body pinball. I really, 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 really like Circus Voltaire. Hmm. I like it. I think it's you, a fun you do? game. Everybody I, hates like game. Game. I think it gets really grindy eventually. It does get grindy. It does at the end. It everybody works. says, everybody says, oh, that game is pretty. but And it's rare, so I want it. But no one likes it. In my I don't opinion. mind, I I don't mind Juggler. The Juggler's fine. I like the... It's the mechs are good. Story. I don't get... That game gets a lot more hate than I would expect. Yeah. I don't mind it. 
I do and well I, on it too. So I, used, I like it that way. And it's got the best video mode ever. It does. Simon. Yeah. <laughs> well, it has two video love, modes. Yet. Well, the other mode's not that good, but I love the Simon Says video mode. It's just yeah. so stupid. Yeah. And I'm just saying that, like, I can go, like, I think I went, like, 15 deep on it one time in a tournament. Yeah. And just got, like, tons of points. People are just like, what the hell are you doing? They said, are you a machine? Are you human? I'm Zach. Just two halves of the DMD just blinking back and forth. Me just... To me, Circus Voltaire is just totally cool. And uh, I really like that game. A game I don't like that gets a lot of love elsewhere. I used to really hate uh, Star Trek Next Generation. But that, that, has grown, that has grown on me a bit. That's grown on me a little now. Tiny but, a, that game. but a game I really hate is uh, Black Knight 2000. Yeah. Wow. Apart from the music, except singing. Everything I can, else is just. I can wait. play that game forever. So uh, apart from the music, except singing. So do you like or dislike the singing? Dislike the singing. Dislike the singing. You got the power. I would say the singing. I like <laughs> and singing. You got the bite. I want more wait. pinball games with choirs in them. Yeah. But people. Yes. But people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at four thousand kilohertz. Uh, yeah, you, you will. I think that new Bible game that Deep Root's doing may have the choir music. That would make sense. Well, that, yes. that would be a game yeah. changer. <laughs> And then they put out a vinyl record with uh, half an hour uh, <laughs> choir on, uh, on each side. The, the hymns of all of our songs. <laughs> I mean, Black Knight 2000's got, it's got a cool upper play field, killer music, nope. greatest nope. multi-ball cool. intro sequence Not ever. And he looks like, sh- Well, the art's terrible. Back Sorry, Kevin. Is okay. It's no Black Knight original. That's for sure. No, it's not well, Black no. Knight original, but I think they did a good homage to it. Oh, yeah. You got the like power. It. You ha, got ha, the fire. Ha, ha. Speaking of games, Bruce. Yes. Games. Well, hold on. Hold on. We didn't talk about the other game that we opened up this week. Oh, God. It wasn't this week. <laughs> I love Zach. Oh. oh, this is the Bruce Bashes segment. <laughs> yes, this is the Bruce Basharama segment. <sighs> With his favorite pinball company. Yeah. So, Bruce, you got your Rick and Morty. I did. How did? And this is a later run one with all of the geometry fixes to it. Yes, two hundred and thirty-nine. We are numbered. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna deposit it first. We got the machine, unboxed it very nicely. Zach looks at it originally and goes, "Why is the top bubbled?" You know how usually yeah, a the box, top of the box, the top of the box was bubbled. Bowed. The whole upper side was like bowed upwards, like three inches. And he's like, that doesn't look right. And I'm like, I think that's right. And he goes, I don't know. And then when we cut the box open, we realized that they added cardboard to protect the topper. Yeah, the topper is so tall, it doesn't actually fit in the shipping box. Yes. And it looks easily breakable. I mean, it looks like shallow. It's just like two single sheets of playfield plastic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is. But they packed it well. You know, it was packed great. I will give them knocks. No problems with the artwork or everything like that so first thing we do we set it up put the legs on everything like that power it up and it doesn't boot wait where's the positive part you're starting with negative already well i it was no it was nice artwork and no damage and play field so you're great. happy for the shipping company and yes and when they pack and it. their initial build quality the initial looking at it build quality oh, like, looking hey, at look, it build quality okay yeah, like no, you know, damage to the cabinet. Okay, no. okay. So it doesn't boot. And I had to look back at an old thread on Facebook 
where connectors pull out. And this guy who did this was like game 120 or 130 had this problem where if you fold the head down, the connector actually pulls off. And this is the connector for the power to the entire driver board system. Yes, the entire driver board system. Mm-hmm. And it didn't like disappear and just like hanging off like you could see it. Zach, how far was it stuck in the harness? It was about three inches down one of the wire management tubes. <laughs> oh, in, in the tube. Oh, in that tube. sucks. Yeah, like we, we spent 20 minutes looking for it before I finally just started trying <laughs> through the tube open and digging around in there and found it and pulled it all the way back out again. Wow. So it, it must have moved like eight inches away from its board yes. down into this tube. And bent the pins on the board and everything like that because it pulled away. And this is a known problem. This was stated five months ago on the Facebook thread. Okay. Okay. So put that on, power it up. We look down at the flippers. Zach's like, they're not aligned. No. Oh, oh. Well, that's an open question. <laughs> no, no, no. They weren't aligned. They weren't even left to right aligned. Left to right. Yeah, one, one of them was left a bit higher, was higher than the right. First, but right the, off the bat. And then the weird thing is, the right one was aligned to the guide, but then there are alignment holes which are much lower than the guide. Yes. Probably so like, to get those that shot on the left there. Or one okay. of the, one of the well, okay. like which way it's supposed to be, you know, like yeah. which way one above be. the guide, one equal to the guide, alignment holes below. Next gen, the alignment holes are actually slightly below. They're not parallel. Yes. But that's they the point should that. be the same. Would you agree with that? Oh yes. Mm-hmm. yes oh yes. yeah, they should be the same. And yes, they're not. Deep fruit. Our flippers supposed to be aligned. It's not an Atari game, is it? <laughs> so me and Zach go underneath it to adjust the flippers. Now we all know with new William mechs that are bought from every place, you only need a three eighths wrench. Three eighths wrench, yeah. No, Spooky still has the old style. Use the Allen on one side. It's actually better. It's not better. Yeah, it is. That's their older design. It's actually better. I've had issues with the other one just not tightening correctly on the I shaft. I've never had an issue. I have. And I've had no issues with the older style. I actually Zach, prefer it. Chime in, please. Did that thing ever tighten up fully? I mean, it was a pain. And also, <laughs> you, you can't align the flipper while the Allen wrench is in it. Exactly. So you have to, like, align Let's it, see. hope it's tight, yes. move it, put the Allen wrench in, tighten down, take the Allen wrench out, put it back. Okay, did I do good? Yeah. <sighs> A lot of switches that were misadjusted. Pop bumpers. Yeah, pop bumper had almost, almost a quarter dead. inch of gap. It was yeah, it was dead almost. I was surprised it even worked. Yeah. how big the gap was on the on the switch. Slingshot misadjusted. We're on code uh, month nine twenty eight twenty twenty. We played our third game, Zach, and what happened? It locked up in one of the modes completely. Uh huh. They're still working on the code, Bruce. Okay, yeah, exactly, and it keeps on locking up in this one mode, which is uh, the, the roller coaster one. What was what that? Yeah. So, in the contest of how much trouble Ron has had with this uh, Annihilation game, and how much trouble you have had with your uh, Rick and Morty game, <sighs> who's the winner? Uh, we're getting no. Ron's still ahead of me. Way ahead really? Of me I haven't had any software issues. It sounds yeah. like you got software issues. I've no, never you had, had software issues. Up on it. In the beginning, you had cables and everything else. Yeah, all my stuff has been physical issues. Yeah. So, Which only like, means that he can fix them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can't no, put things uh, At least they didn't use a glue gun as way oh, as much no as hot they glue? Did on yours. Oh my god. There's maybe like one or two strands. Despite your debuggles. 
despite your debacles, and of course, it's fair to amuse ourselves here, I have to pay mad respect to Spooky Pinball and Charlie Emery. Mad respect. It is a huge achievement that he has built that company to... Oh, I, I agree with you on that part, now. but where's the quality control still? That's what I'm, I'm going to go with. Guess what? If you want to be respected, the respect should go all the way around. The thing with the connection that pull out. Every person I've seen on the chat has been saying worse and worse. Yeah, but I've done things, a lot of adjustments now. The, I'm the, having problems with this. I'm also I'm also wondering because on the thing about the connectors that pull out when you take the head down, mm-hmm. that's a matter of uh, tightening uh, tightening in the game with uh, some foam and uh, some some strips, right? Mm-hmm. You just you just do that. I mean, I you just agree. decide to do that, so it will never happen. I know, but it shouldn't have. Think about it. If if it wasn't me or Zach or somebody had, oh, oh they'd be screwed. Finding a connector eight inches down the chair. Yeah, exactly. Or four <laughs> inches, they'd be screwed. Yeah, they'd be getting you over to their house to look at. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's the problem. You know, the problem's been out and addressed and said. And why is it still happening? And why are people still complaining about it? Like th- this week, another one of our local guys got a Rick and Morty. He was happy with the quality, happy with the other stuff. And the first words out of his mouth were, he said he had to do a lot of adjustments. And then he got the shaker motor on his. I did not get a shaker motor because I assumed already that spookies are going to vibrate like crazy with the speaker system. So it's already like a shaker motor already. Which they do. Which they do. That part. Way to adjust like every single output on the set sound to make it even sound vaguely Vaguely normal. He actually has a shaker motor, and he says as soon as the shaker motor hits, it resets the game. Of course. It disconnects the shaker motor or disables <sighs> it. That's what doesn't happen. You know what I think, Bruce, at this point? Yes. I think Spooky listens to the podcast, and they saw the game was for you, and they're like, let's screw with this game. I, uh, I want to I hear them go off because they just find it so entertaining. That's fine by me, but it doesn't make them look good. No, of course not. I'm just saying, yes, we can give – Charlie's done a great job. He's done an incredible job of getting a company to where it's at. But Definitely. He has to get the quality issues that are known can I, fixed. Can I, can I ask you something? Yeah. You say switches are misaligned or doesn't? Do you mean that do, that do not register? Barely, barely. I mean, we'd have like a, a ball uh, uh, with like land have the pop bumper and just like sit there and slowly roll sit off. Sit there and roll how, off. How is that even possible on brand, brand <laughs> new switches? Thank you. Thank you. That's I'm, what I'm, we're saying. I'm really mystified. They are, they are attached to the playfield with their bracket the same way that. Uh, you would think 90, you would touch degree. every switch with a ball. Although, to be fair, uh, Stern obviously let a Star Wars go out with a, had oh, two course. switches that were reversed, where they literally sit there with the play field and actuate every switch and look at it to see if it's the right one, yet somehow it was still wrong. That will totally happen. Agree. That, not, will happen. that will happen. And, and I'm not even going to say it's happened many times. I've, I've seen it on my Star Trek was the same way. I think the quality control has to be a little better getting out of the box. Like, you're going to tell me that one guy that has the, the Rick and Morty from this week, they didn't test the shaker motor? Um, how's, your, how's your play feel, though? It's probably great. Oh, it's great. Uh, it looks great, and it plays. I will say, everyone's complaining about the earlier ones. You couldn't make the shots. The one outer left loop is hard. It's makeable. I and think that, the game's a lot of fun. And that spinner loop is great now. Oh, God. Everyone's complaining it, about that initially. Like you couldn't loop it, and that now it's just like, Oh, it's a bam, loopable like, machine. Now, you have to have the machine definitely, as they state in their notes, 6.5 degrees. <laughs> you do. 
Because if you go higher, you have issues with the shots. And if you go lower, you have issues with the shots also. I like the laugh there. Like 6.5. Really? So slow. It's not. It's not? Okay. No. Oh. Zach, is that well, machine I, slow? I, I do find sometimes it's a bit floaty when the ball it's a little is floaty. stuff, but like, you know, if like you hit that pop or any flips or any rebounds, like the game is going fast. Fast. It, it's like TNA, though, you know, like, yeah. yes. like you go in the scoop, it shoots it back at you at maximum speed. And you we do have one other issue with the Denise. We don't know if it's an issue with the Denise lock. When you get close to hitting or you touch one of the targets, the target actually is reacting like four or five times, like like it's trying to pop up, but it's already up. So that's kind of a weird thing also. That could be a sense switch that is reversed. I've seen that on games as well. Yeah, possibly. So, so when that target is up, the game thing is down. When the target is down, the game thing thinks yeah. it's up. I was almost wondering, we might be misdiagnosing that. Because I noticed one time it was doing that whole bunch, and then I saw like the ship move. So the ship? Thinking, the, uh, the, so I'm like, I don't know. Is, oh, space is the ship oh. controlled itself? You know, like the AFM ship, does it wobble the ship with a solenoid? I don't know. And I'm wondering if that's the case. Maybe the ship solenoid is firing, and we're just seeing the balls hop and stuff from that, potentially. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. We, we need to do more. It's We're hard to do. Read. Well, I want to upgrade the code. I'm hoping that yep. upgrading the code to the newest version, which is, I think, 10.19.2020, will get rid of Wait hopefully. Wait you the... haven't updated it yet? No, He's we didn't have a jump drive. drive. I forgot my flash drive. Oh, we first well, it. come on. But what it shipped, wait a second, it shipped with a code that possibly could have an issue or it could be something else. It probably shipped right around when the new code came out, if not before, though. Uh, right. It was built on the. It was ready for shipment on the 6th, so. Yeah, it was before the other ones. There was a there was a ten ten code and then a ten nineteen. So it was also, with the newest code when it shipped. Yep. So I'm not you know. You want to hear my spooky story? Yeah, let's hear your great TNA. Uh, I love TNA. TNA's great. Uh, I have a new name for it though. Satan. Christine. Oh, Christine. Well, I definitely. Christine. Yeah, anyone definitely. ever see Christine? Yes, it's yep. a great. It's a great. I think that it starts off with my, my games in the factory, and it's a slightly different shade of purple than all the other TNAs, you know, for no reason. And then the guy's working on it, and the playfield slams down on his hand, like by itself. Ah! Ah! They have to clear the blood out of the machine and stuff, and then it gets shipped to me. That's that's what I think. And now it's possessed. With, it's possessed. It, it's with the, pa- it only, the power it only of Christine. Plays good with other people. It doesn't play good with you. But <laughs> the reason I say it is because, like, okay. So I got the Star Wars in the box upstairs. So I, I got to move all the stuff around to get get it down there. So I'm going to bring TNA upstairs to the for sale position. Ooh, bye bye TNA! All right, there's a god. Go baby, go. Okay, <laughs> you're going to get a TNA that has been just tweaked to perfection at this point. But okay, so I put the head down, strap the head down, take the back legs off, put the back of the game down, and I hear clunk. Like, what the fuck? And as soon as I hear that, I know what it is. Backlash fell out. It fell out like it, it, it fell out like an inch. So it didn't damage anything. But it's like, I know I locked the backlash in place. So I'm pissed. So like, I, so I got I to gotta lift up the back. Yep. I got to take the straps off, lift the back box up, take the, you know, get the backlash. And so then I double check, like, yep, it's locked. So I unlock it, put the backlash in, lock it again. And then I just push up on the backlash. And the cam is so far up. It, it doesn't. It's it's not not holding it. It's not holding it. Like you can put you can you can lift it up enough where it just comes out. It's like oh, son of a bitch. Okay, 
I'll bend the cam. I'll just I'll take the lock out and yeah, bend the cam right. down so it works right. It's like, uh, okay, they didn't use regular screws. They got the Torx security mm-hmm. bits in there. No problem. They're probably they use all Williams parts, so I got my Williams Torx security bit, you know, tools with me. Uh, doesn't fit. They're too big. T27. The screws are smaller than the Williams ones. Oh. Yes. So my my Williams didn't work. And you was angry. Yes, I was and, even and more angry. It's you, like it's you was like, angry. And what now? It's like what now? It's like everything. Everything <laughs> I do on this game. It's like it's it. Oh. So I, I had enough room to actually get the pliers in there, and I kind of counterbalanced it, and I was able to bend the cam down enough where now the backlist doesn't fall out. So Zach, you buying a TNA? It's just like every I heard there's a cheap discount. Step of the way. Yeah, you want a TNA? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> I might take a Rick and Morty though. Oh. I don't think it's on my to the point where I'm going to pay full price for it, but like, I'm liking it so far. Wow. Spooky. I like it too. Two for two. Two for two on, with uh, Zach. Games. <laughs> I will say, this is the first game I'd ever even flipped before buying. Besides. Family Guy. That was the first, first one. All right. And were you disappointed? With Family Guy in the beginning? No, I wasn't, because I love the humor of Family Guy. It's actually, it made me laugh every time I played it. Yeah, that's right. I made you laugh all the time, Bruce. Yes, you did. But with family, with uh, Rick and Morty, the comments that come out and everything, oh, it's just... Well, let me guess. You, you, It's cranked up to full swear, like... Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, and then another issue we have with it, oh, it has God. the same problem as your TNA does. What? Flipper hold power. Oh, yeah. The TNA does a weird thing where the, the flipper's up and the ball comes down and hits it, yep. and it kind of kills so, yeah, it no, in a weird way. It has way. a scoop that is aimed directly at the flipper at high speed, and it can't hold the flipper up. You got it. Like, well, they don't have EOS switches. That's the other thing. Well, this one does have EOS switches. Oh, does, it does TNA not have EOS? I don't... I, oh, God damn it. I didn't think it did. I thought I looked at that, and that was one of like, hey, it doesn't have EOS switches. That's kind of weird. I really wish they'd stop using the single winding coils. Yes. Like, come on. Yeah. got rid of We, we played, know, like, two games, and ours were, like, idea. to the touch. Yeah, they're way... I know, you have a Williams mech. Use the three wires. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Well, there was new TNA code out, and I put it on there right before I tore it down. <laughs> played a few games. And? Oh, it's fine. They uh, made an option so you can put these scores on the LCD. What's for streams? Oh, LCD. Yeah, for, oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, streams. Yes. I mean, in my heart of hearts, I would have preferred like a TNA, and I know this is impossible, but like the original prototype was, where it's like a full back glass with the old numeric displays. Yeah. Like to really look old school. So yeah. it just had no LCD at all, originally, yeah, right? Yeah, no LCD. Yeah, it, it literally just had like a regular, like I think it was, might even like a Williams back box with just like regular scores. I think you were using Bally displays. Yeah, it would something like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, there was also new Deadpool code. Yes. So, yeah, so uh, 0.93 for code. No, on, no, uh, Dead, no, no. I really? It was point, point, I thought it was one point something. It's not at 0.9. Oh, that's right. I'm thinking of uh, the it's new 104. Uh, 104. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking of the new Avengers. Avengers is 9.3. It's like, damn, yeah, if nine. the game is that old and it's still a 0.9, there's a problem. Avengers is, uh, I'm sorry, Avengers is moving along with now the fix for the LE lock issues. Mm-hmm. Need to yeah, play one of those again now and see how girl. that's improved. Yeah, I know. I, I can't wait to play it. Ron, we need to get you out here so you can actually play all these new games. Yeah, Ron. Uh, Yeah, schedule me or something. Because we got we have Avengers. Oh, our schedules are so packed. 
We have Rick and Morty, and we have Guns N' Roses out here in Rochester. And another game. What else? My game. Your game. Your new game. Yeah. Is it done yet? Is the art on it yet? Do we have a title? Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Cut the card. Flip a flop. Was that Dennis Creasel's uh, name? I like that. Yeah, flip a flop. I like cut the card. High or low? <laughs> High or low? <laughs> With the card sharks. You can take that. I like that. Wasn't that already used? It's a, oh, TV no, it's show. a TV show. Yes, card sharks. You might get sued. Uh, the trademark's gone. I checked it. <laughs> sure you did, Bruce. Yes, I was actually this week checking all trademarks. IFPA in the world. IFPA and Stern are way up on their uh, trademarks. They have everything accounted for. Oh. And so does uh, Jersey Jack Pinball and Jersey the new Jersey Jack Pinball has a different trademark. So there's a lot of companies that if you type in pinball. Wait, there's a the new Jersey Jack? Are we unaware well, of the – With the new owners. Oh, okay. Trademarks got to change with that. So, yes. So everyone's keeping up with their trademarks, but some companies are not. Mm. Yes, and that's all. I'll leave it at that. that okay. I, uh, deep, deeper it is. They're not, or they are. They are. Okay. They are. So, who here saw Celts? Oh, me. I didn't. You didn't yeah. see Celts. Celts is a game by Haggis out of Australia. Yes, well, Bruce is required to get this game eventually because it it has different clans in it, and one of them is called Bruce. I the Bruce clan. Hi, lasties. Producey. <laughs> yes, see. Before we went on the air, I think it was Zach who said, if you pick the Bruce clan, the volume of your game goes up by 25%. It should. I'm going to re- recommend that to the boys. I, I think that's, yeah, that makes perfect sense. It does. And, and pinball companies mess up his game on purpose before mailing it out? Yeah. Yes, yep. of course. We know that. We know that now. That's why I like kind of like Stern because they just it's mass produced, so you know it's not being customized for me. So yeah, I they might can't. Get... They don't know it's yours. <laughs> exactly. But Spooky's like, oh, that's Bruce Nightingale's game. Let's let's two thirty nine mother. Yeah, <laughs> let, let's take the power connector out, shove it right into the uh, wire. Yeah, shove it down there deep. So Bruce has uh, Bruce has seven pseudonyms from for when he ordered parts and games and stuff like that. Yeah. That's what you need. You need pseudonyms, Bruce. I do. We were talking about um. So Celts, yes, they stream I like that. It. Yeah, I, I like the art. I love the art. I think the screen is really the good. The screen, man, the display, awesome display work. Is awesome. awesome work. It's going to be the deepest single level playing. Yeah, game that's what I, I hear. It's like the deepest single level playing. That's game amazing ever. tagline, isn't it? Yeah, amazing tagline. I like that tagline. If you had ramps on it, it's now just a normal game. But if you have a single level, it's the best single level it's game the ever. Deepest single level game ever with the hardest play field around. Yes. Yeah, a completely new way of uh, of making that. The the reverse print on the backside of a of a clear sheet, and then attach that to the wood or something yep. like that. Yep. yep. So bash it with a hammer, it will laugh Who at you. Fought? Who would have thought? Will we see one soon in the U.S.? Or are all these orders going to Australia? Because <laughs> the cost—how much? How much did it cost to ship a game over? It's mm. a good question. That's the thing I had to worry about, and we might have to ask them when we get them on. And there might be a deal where they have to—they're just going to wait until they get a certain until amount, more, so they yes. can, uh, yeah, get them all out. Yeah, for the shipping crates. See, that's and the part that really sucks about not having shows because. 
that's when I would have got to play it. Yes. And I just don't get to play unless someone I know buys one. Damn it, Jim. Damn it, Jim. But I think it would be a great game to play. I think it sounds really good. Will I ever get to play one for a while? I don't know. That's the shame about it, you know. I mean, I'll be half surprised if I ever play one, to be honest. Well, I think you'll play one I mean, at I a guess show. maybe if I go to, like, Texas or something. Yeah, yeah, Texas, yeah. if you go to Texas, yeah. If, if I was trapped in the, in the Northeast, would I ever... Maybe Papa. Papa. Replay effects. I could see. Yeah. I could see him doing that. Maybe one of the distributors like Pinball Star. I don't know who is going to be a distributor for him. I think they only have one distributor right now, and it's not for the U.S., so I don't know. We'll have to get more information, but... I hope a distributor will be in the U.S. that does travel the shows, so it will get out. I think it's way better than than what was the game, the Heist. Oh well, yeah, the um, was Morphic. Yeah, Multimorphic. I think it. I've never played either, so I cannot make an opinion. Well, I look. I'm looking wise on the video. I think you know. I I think this game, the Celts, is a great first effort. And if they can do this on their oh, first yeah. game, oh yeah, oh yeah. I think you know if I compare Spooky. First game with the America's Most Haunted, the Celts. I think it's night and day. I, I'm just like blown away. Really? I, I didn't mind America's Most Haunted. Yeah, that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. Until you played it. It'd be interesting to just compare like the first game for every manufacturer. Yeah, I thought it just... played okay. I mean, it had some of their trademarks they would use later. The the um, scoop that kicks it out obscenely fast. Yes. That would have been the worst. That would have been the craziest one. That was like right in your face. It was just come to you. It had a cool. That one, almost like a Deadpool shot, where you hit that little loop on the right and it would come across, but it would go go to like a ramp. Yeah, I mean the, the display effects weren't great in the voice the, work. The worst I think part was, was the jump ramp. The jump ramp. You never had enough strength to get the. Really, I never had a problem with that ever. I never had a problem. Uh, Todd's, it seemed like we did. Okay, Todd's the one I played. And I never had a problem with the jump ramp. Oh really? I I, I seemed like I did. Have you played one of those, Soren? I played the uh, America's Most Haunted at the Replay FX when I was there, and the prototype Multimorphic also. But spooky games are very rare. Yeah. Yeah, of I, course. I've played the Dominoes once at a show, the, the big show in uh, Holland, the okay. Dutch Pinball Open. Yep. And then uh, TNA, there's one, there was one local here. So. I will say one thing that's funny about Rick and Morty there's a staged ball. Yeah. So if you get it in the upper left-hand side, you know, if you take that outer left loop or if you go all the way around the right orbit and you get it into the the hole up top, that stage ball comes out so fast. It just dr- almost drains. You're not expecting it to come out that fast. It just like kicks out, boom, done. But is that a good design? I, I guess mean, they didn't it's want a novelty. to wait. It's a novelty, but it I guess they mean, didn't want to wait to go through the whole subway system. Wait. I can't imagine. No, no, no. That's not that what I'm saying. Long. It's like, not advertised. I mean, it, it comes as a surprise, which is a oh, novelty. But it also drains the balls on people, and then they say, "Ugh, what is this?" It, yeah, I, I got to say, like uh, when you compare to almost all Stern games, you know, every kickout is preceded by a second flasher. long flasher effect and a sound, you know, yeah. and like it gets a bit much sometimes. I know where the ball is. It just yeah. went in that same hole. Just give me the ball back. Yeah, this is you know, coming out like, of a different hole. This is one that's like teleporting. And it's super fast. And if you don't react, you will drain instantly. You're done. You mean, oh, is that the one where you hit it up top and then it just appears in your left in lane? On the left hand, the lower left, right in the left. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. And it's like, whoa, holy crap. I'm a bit different on that because kickouts 
I mean, every time the game holds the ball, it really wants you to look at the display or something like that. Yes. And if the game doesn't advertise the ejects properly, the same way each time with the same timing each time, I'm just, I'm off. I don't want to play this anymore. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, I totally, like totally to picky the, about that. Totally picky. It I has like to a be little proper. knowledge, acknowledgement of, hey, like, or just like a flasher. Like, that's all. Just a two second, attract my eye to back to the play field. This is just has like, to, has to be. This, I mean, or really just to. give me a ball save. Like the first. Yeah, time exactly. Nope. If it just Oops, rolled over one switch and I didn't hit a flipper or, you know, it's just boom. I say white water, white water. Every mm-hmm. pinball design out there, take notice. Do it like white water. Yeah. In the story. No, that's the, that's a kick up. That's not the, uh, that's not the, uh, the goal. No, that's the water. <laughs> that's yeah. the water going over. <laughs> What's the sound effect that's used? Is it from Cyclone or Comet or one of those that it makes the sound when it's at the top? Uh, you know, when it goes and then it gives you the ball, the oh, upper up. flipper. Yeah, yeah. Kicks, it's it either from Cyclone or Comet. I don't remember which one. I think it's Comet, if I remember correctly. I'm sure someone's shouting it at their. Oh, you motherfuckers are dumb in the dirt! <laughs> I try to forget playing Comet. Yes, the, worst, the, worst is, uh, the worst is Ghostbusters. Not only is it so near the flipper or to the right side, but when you get this river of slime, or what is it? It ejects in the middle of the DMD sequence. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's like it's like kicking my not so hard. I just like mm, I'm not playing you anymore. Oh my! <laughs> okay. If I'm not mistaken, the flasher that is supposed to say, "Okay, now the ball is ejected," it's way down in the out lane. Come on! Yeah, I know. Come on! Oh please! He has issues with Ghostbusters. Although you probably does. get in line for that one. Yeah, God. <laughs> you haven't even had, heard anyone make that complaint because they're too busy with every other complaint. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're getting way too nitpicky, Soren. You're down in like number 10 or 12. <laughs> you're, you're actually starting the River of Slime. I forgot that was a feature. Yeah. No, that's, it's just, yeah, you don't start it. But if you if the ball enters the, uh, the scoop down there, that's what starts on the DMD. And the first time I was looking up, oh, it was me to... You know, tell me what I've got. And then in the middle of that sequence, not at the end, in the middle, ball kicks out right between the flavors. Thank you. There you go. Game over. Have a nice day. Yeah. See you later. Bye. You know what, Bruce? What? I wonder if Ghostbusters is featured in the new Stern book. I hope so, because, oh, that's right. It's going to cost way too much to get that book now. Does anyone remember the Stern book? It was supposed to be the 30 years of Stern. Yes. What are we up to? 35 now? 47. Yeah, 2016, I think. It was supposed to be 86 to 2016, the 30 years of Stern. And they had a Kickstarter with um, Stern's support, or at least they, yep. they they advertise these people. And they've taken a particularly long time to come up with this book. Yeah. But it's ready. It's ready. After four years, Bruce, it's ready. It's ready for delivery to you. Okay, great. So when am I going to get my first one? Well, where are you? You're in Australia, right? Uh, no, I'm not in Australia. I'm in the United <laughs> States. I'm actually privileged. I have everything I need here. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Pretend you're Marty from uh, the Final Round podcast. Okay, yes. Yeah, so he I was an actual Kickstarter it. backer. You he know how was. much he's going to have to pay? Uh, $50. $125. And that's, wait a second, that's U.S. That's not even Australian. Australian is almost $200. Just to ship. To ship the book. To ship. A four-pound book. A four-pound book. So he complained <laughs> about it to the cup people. 
And they said, well, how much, yes, how much was it? How much was it? Well, the original oh, book, it like, depends I, on. No, 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 the shipping, the shipping to Australia. $125. $125. And somebody found, this is a pin side thread also. They had like the original chart where like when be. they had the Kickstarter yes. and it says what the shipping would be to everywhere. It even had Australia on there. Yep. And had like $13, $20, whatever. Well, they're saying it went from two pounds to four pounds. And, you know, shipping prices change and COVID and blah, blah, blah. And it's going to cost this much now. Yeah, which is bullshit. They should honor the original price because guess what? That's what they sold it as. Well, unless they said estimated shipping prices, then they're fine. I don't I think they feeling, did. I get a feeling they didn't select the Australia, but the moon. Yeah. And they applied for the price. But so then they commented, and that's the excuse they came back with. Well, we got so much more stuff in this book, and it's now four pounds compared to two pounds. I said, don't they have a media mail going international? <laughs> Since it is a book. Yeah, it's it's just another it's another kick pie. in the balls to anyone who gave they, they have, wants to get who wants to get kickstarted. Yeah, just pull yourself out and get ready. Well, to get they've had the nuts. people who gave money. They'd be like, uh, I'm I'm ready to tell them just fuck it. Don't even bother sending it to me. I don't care anymore. I don't even want it now. I'm not paying the shipping. Screw you. The Australians just all send it to Ron because they know they'll see him at the next pinball show. Yeah, exactly. There you go. In exchange for Rusak. Yeah, exactly. a rusak. I gotta get my some rusak. Where's my rusak? I, I never got a rusak. Neither did I. Oh. But uh, yes, that's just terrible. Bruce, are you ready? For what? Face off. Face oh. off. Who am I facing off against? Me. We always do. Oh man. So face off. For those who haven't heard this game in a while, because we haven't done it in a while, because it requires a guest to be the judge. What we used to do, we would pick a particular year, and we'd each get a manufacturer. We'd pick a manufacturer, or get chosen a manufacturer. I think we did it randomly. And then we would have to pick games going against each other. And we have to sell our games to the judge. Mm. And I figure for this particular game, we used to do two out of three. Mm-hmm. So it would behoove the judge to give us each one. So, you know, we've got a climactic third one, but not necessary. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, you said climactic. Uh, yes, not climax, you idiot. Oh, darn. Okay, so I was calculating. We, we need at least six games to choose from. Well, we have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Avengers, Guns N' Roses, Rick and Morty, Hot Wheels, and heavy metal. Heavy metal. Oh, heavy, heavy metal. metal. Heavy metal. What about Kelts? Kelts isn't out yet. Game oh, yeah. Zero was re- was revealed, but I don't think is, it's shipping there, yet. Is, is heavy metal really out yet? <laughs> sure, I was about well, to ask the same. <laughs> I, I, th- I think it'd be better as a like a joke pick. Whoever gets stuck with it is guaranteed to lose. Oh, that's like fucking. Now, one other possibility: you could do Guns N' Roses, the standard edition versus the LE with a whole different play field. At- plays completely differently or like mm-hmm. people have been talking a ton about avengers you know yeah, pro versus premium all these giant differences yeah so maybe we should put two versions of the games in if they have a big difference like that to give more choices yeah that's an idea that's an idea okay we'll do that because because probably no one wants to no one wants to pick heavy metal because that won't um, what are you going to say it's it's a proven play field, being that it has been used for Spider-Man Home Edition, Star Wars Home Edition, etc., etc. Ron wins. Ron wins. There you, there you go. Got it. You, you get a, this one. See, it's a proven play field. So now we got to figure out who goes first. So think of a number. 
between, between one, one and twenty. Okay, okay, I got it. I have a number two. Yeah. All right. What's your number, Ron? Two. Bruce. Seven. Seven, as always, my birthday. The number was four. <laughs> oh, so Ron wins. You both got right in there, though. That was... Yes. If only Bruce had chosen six, we've been really screwed. Yeah. So I get to choose first game. I choose Guns N' Roses L.E. The pinball experience of a lifetime. I give you Guns N' Roses, one of the greatest bands of all time, and their exciting new pinball machine featuring exciting new technology, a true world under glass, an incredible sound and light show unequaled by any current or past pinball machine, the new innovative um, what are they called? The rails? Hot rails. Hot, the new hot Inventa rails. Innovative Hot Rails, giving you a lighting experience like no other. Feel like you're part of the show with amazing, constant multi-ball action for you. Listen to Hot Guns N' Roses tracks from all of their albums, including all the ones that are usually censored, but they'll be on uncensored mode where you can hear all the F-bombs in their glory. You can be walked through by Three members of Guns N' Roses. You can see all the iconic, the slash hat, the axle skeleton, incredible art, incredible gameplay. You will play through the songs. You will try to get to the end of the game, which will be hard because there's like 20-something songs. There's a lot of songs. But it just you will never, you will never get through this game. It's so deep. It's so incredible. The light and sound show is beyond reproach. And any other pinball has not even come close to this, even though I've never played it. I'm sure it's great. I rest, I rest my case. So now Bravo. I get to pick a game, huh? Yep. What are you going to pick to go against the greatest pinball machine ever made? I'm going to go Guns N' Roses Essie. <laughs> <laughs> you get the same game without the slugginess of the locks and the upper playfield crap. You get a better, faster game at cheaper to price, which we all love in pinball. You might get a little less lights. Who cares about that? You don't want to be blinded. You want to have the good stuff. You want to have a cheap game so I can buy another game later on. So you're getting the same experience without the extra cost. $3,000 towards another game, or I'll get a game that's always going to be playing and locking and just like boring. I want speed in my games. And as Ron will always say, that's why he picks Steve Ritchie all these times, to the speed, fast flow. The SE looks better than the, uh, the what they call it, the limited edition. Let's go with that. SE all the way. And guess what? It's still the same gameplay. Okay. My rebuttal is not the same gameplay at all. The entire upper left of the playfield is empty, and they have to cover it up with a huge sculpt because there's nothing there. You are not getting the value for your money. Hot rails, be prepared for non-color changing hot rails. Boring. Come on. You want the full hot rails experience. You do not get the full experience with the SE. I don't know about you, but I like ball locks. I don't want virtual ball locks. I want to see the ball lock. I want to see that awesome upper play field. We love upper play fields. We need more upper play fields in pinball. You are dead wrong on that, sir. Rebuttal? Rebottle. Very easy. Very easy. Guess what? You get the sluggishness of the upper play fields. You get the ball lock raininess of it. And, oh, wait a sec. It's always a multi-ball. So guess what? You're always going to have balls dragging around. I want speed. I want fast. I want enjoyable gameplay. 
and I want it to be cheaper. $9,500 is not a great deal in the U.S. How much is it going to be for poor Soren? It's going to be like $14,000, $13,000 plus to ship it over there? Nope. Go cheap. Go home. No, Go cheap or go home. I think. So how does this work? Do I pick a winner? You, you pick, pick a, a winner. winner. Or arguments. Who sold it better? I almost forgot. Bruce is the winner. Bruce, Bruce? is the winner? Oh. Woohoo! <laughs> so yeah, I am the winner for that round. And in the meantime, I'll figure out how expensive these games are in my region. Yeah, which would be a lot. Well, you're on the Euro, so what, the Euro is at 112 right now or 114? Actually, we never converted to Euro here, so we have to Oh, you did? Oh. Oh, okay. That could be worse. <laughs> okay, so for my pick, pick, pick the next one. I do. I'm going Avengers LE. No, actually, no, I'm not. I'm going to... Uh, 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 oh, no. I'm going Rick and Morty. Okay. Rick and Morty for the best humor, shots, and fun of a game. If you love Rick and Morty and you love in-your-face, raw fun, the shots are good. The newer games are even better now with more makeable easy shots. Who can beat the Danasi 2.0 lock? And the Denisi 2.0 lock, too. The, whatever his name is. Danasi, Denisi. You say Denisi, I say Danasi. The Scott 2.0. Scott 2.0. There you go. You get a lot of fun with great art package. It really is. It's, the, the cabinet pops on that one. Rules are getting better every time. They're bringing out the rules. Better stuff. And who doesn't like the root for an underdog like like Spooky? It's practically criminal. Cr- it criminal, is criminal. Criminal. Criminal to root against Spooky. Exactly. So you can't root against the pick I'm picking. Oh, so I'm pretty much done, according to you. That's the way it should be. All right. I choose... Avengers Pro. So you want the fast gameplay of Rick and Morty? Well, you can get the fast gameplay of Avengers. A faster, more flowing version as opposed to the premium. With You talk about artwork. You think the Rick and Morty artwork is good? Look at the Avengers artwork. Absolute masterpiece. A killer rule set by Keith Ellen that's so deep, so complicated, even Zach doesn't understand it. That's how incredible this rule set is. With great shots. I mean, look, look at the little disc that spins around. You have the that lock thing on the left. That I don't know what it's called because I still have yet to play in Avengers, and you guys have. Boo. We got rid of that ramp that doesn't work on the right and replaced it with a spinner because we love spinners. Spinners are great. Incredible art. Incredible gameplay. Incredible rule set. Who doesn't love comic book themes? Avengers, baby. All the way. I rest my case. Who doesn't like that game? I don't like the game. I want everything in that game. The right ramp for the Captain Marvel doesn't slow gameplay. It actually makes it more fun and more challenging. And when you actually hit that ramp, you're going, yes, this is the what I wanted to see. I want to have a game that actually looks like it has a glove in it instead of having a plastic piece that has freaking five uh, LEDs on it that look like crap. The artwork is so much better on the Ellie, so you don't only want to get the C, you know, the regular standard edition. It's just, ugh. It's so good on the SC slash uh, Ellie. Uh, not SC, sorry. Uh, the premium slash Ellie. They did it twice. That's the best thing about it. It's just different colors. It looks great. 
rule set, I'll have to give it to you on rule set, but that's about it. Everything else is Rick and Morty. Bet you, Ron. Yes, Rick and Morty, a game that it took them about 50 to 100 of them to get the shots to actually flow correctly. A game that comes, obviously not set up to work 100%, and the software continually locks up in certain modes, so it's still got some work to go there. I'm talking about how the game is right now. You literally can't play a mode without the thing locking up. To me, that's a big problem. I don't see how you can possibly, possibly say it's better, especially when we have Soren on here who knows about software. He couldn't possibly choose a game that has lockup issues. I rest my Potential, case. Potential, and only on one game. Nope, happens all the time. Don't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce, I'm sorry, you're mumbling. The winner's run. Yes. Ooh. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And for the intermission here, I've now figured out how much Jersey Jack games are here, according to our importer. This limited edition is 81,500. 81,500 KR, which is uh, just under 13,000 US dollars. Damn, baby. Not including. <laughs> and the so-called so-called limited edition, including taxes and all that, is just under 10. So, Jeez. there you go. Cringe. 9,600. 9, okay, Ron. I'm thinking if I pick one, all of a sudden you're going to pick like Avengers uh, Premium and say how great it is when you just said how it sucks. I pick Avengers Premium. Obviously, the superior play field, the superior artwork for all the stuff that Bruce just said. He just said how it's superior, so he can't it like is. rebut that. Superior artwork, superior right ramp shot, much better than the captive ball and the spinner with the killer rule set from Keith Elwin. The awesome spinning disc that on this one raises up and goes to a cool subway. Fly 2000, anyone? The greatness of the subway. It's awesome. You can see the lock balls. It's awesome. It has all the features that the pro that already won the last round has, and more. Incredible artwork, incredible software. I give you Avengers Premium. Thank you. I'm going Avengers LE. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you Better. suck. You Better, suck. and you get a back glass. You get beautiful armor. <laughs> How can you even come? That's so stupid. Damn you, you Zach. Loophole in your idea that, here. All the rules that Ron just said are exactly the same. I'm rest my case, but you get better stuff <laughs> and an autograph from Keith Owen. Oh, rebuttal. Who wants a regular, real back glass? Those things are dangerous. They can break. Lame mirroring that will not work. The artwork isn't as good as the premium because it's a different shade. The colors on the premium are much better. And everything else is the same as you said. So there you go. Premium is not the way to go because Ellie is means one thing: limited edition. If I put my cost up that I put, I bought my limited edition for, I'm most likely going to get that money out of it. On a premium, you dropped and you're done. Ellie is the way to go. And guess what? Back glasses are beautiful. Trans lights, uh, just not the way to go anymore. Mirrored back glasses are even better. Even better. <laughs> Artwork. Hey, guess what? No hand wear on that ra- on that side rails on that side art because guess what? That side art railing doesn't go all the way down. On my LE, I'm not wearing that away. I keep my cabinet nice and beautiful with your yellow brick road edition lollipop rails. Yep, but it's sparkly yellow and it's it like looks great in person. Edition. And you get the autograph by Keith 
and you get the better sound system, not the cheap, cheesy crap stuff that the premium gets. Rest my case. There was a big loophole in this whole, like, picking different versions here. Thank you, Zach. Yeah, thank you, Zach. I wasn't intending on being able to pick LE versus premium when I said that. Yeah, you shouldn't be able to (laughs) pick the same damn game against each other. I assumed you guys would just be smart enough to figure that out. I I assume Bruce would be smart enough to figure it out, but he's not. I take advantage of loopholes like the Kaylee. (laughs) Yes, you are the Kaylee of this game. And... Ronald is the winner. Really? How did he win? Soren hates lollipop rails. He didn't tell you about that. It's a thing he's got. But that was not what I was uh, evaluating. That was your argument. Oh, my argument. There you go. Yeah. What was your argument? My argument was better. How? It's the same game, but better on my side. You didn't argue it well enough. And he never brought up price. So you can't take that into advantage. He didn't? He didn't. Oh, I totally did. You can listen back. Oh, I get it. Yeah, he knows he didn't. He's laughing. Fact check. Nope. You know what I think is amazing? This limited edition uh, war run, run for the hill thing that's going on. Why hasn't anyone made uh, leg levelers that are colored? Colored leg levelers? Yeah. Like a feet. Oh, instead of having just, you know, silver, you get them colored the same thing? Instead of blank. Uh, Mod, go to the Stern store and you can get your new colored leg levelers. Yeah, you see the Stern exactly. store had the Stern shirt with the old school Stern writing on it? Uh, yes, because you sent it to me. Yes, I did. It's great. Finally, acknowledging that old Stern is better. Yes. That old Stern is better. Okay. Yes. Uh, isn't, isn't it amazing they made the Dot Matrix logo before Dot Matrix? Yeah. They, they did. That's true. I call the the Elvis the Elvis font. That they used. Also, a uh, color complaint. Even like Avengers LE, the screws that hold in the bright yellow armor are black. They're black. It's pretty Yeah, crazy. see? And, and then the leg bolts are still silver, not yellow. Like, I know. Yep. Like they should have been. Yep. Really? Yep, exactly. That's why I won. No, the bolts. So, uh, well, speaking of Stern, Cheetah Playfields are out. Yes, Cheetah Playfields are going to be coming out soon from CPR. Hopefully, they don't fuck these up like they did Meteor. Wow, what a great way to... to hey, I'm stating fact. So Bruce has an NOS Cheetah Playfield, right? I do. <laughs> so is Ron going to be buying a Cheetah CPR Playfield? If it's right, I think he should. To keep up with the Brucey? Well, I mean, there's no one else I can ask that question to. So. Yeah, um, I don't know. My Playfield, it's not great, but it's not terrible. Ron is not buying because he's waiting for the ink version. The ink version. No, yeah. no, no, no. The inked version. If it's done right, Ron, and it's seven hundred and fifty dollars, will you buy one? I don't think so. Okay. Like if if you said like Dragon Fist or something, which they're trying to get people to that on that Dragon I would Fist. do. Dragon Fist, I get in a second because I have the plastic set. I have the yeah. Uh, in, in my playfield is just not good. No, so, no, no. Yeah, I would love to see that. You know, it'd be. Who cares? It's not Bruce Lee, so you have no problem with. Uh, it's Copyright, not Bruce Lee. So. He's wearing a headband. Bruce Lee doesn't wear exactly. a headband. Never wore, you know, yep. wears headbands. Yep. If it worked for Stern, it worked for CPR, right? Yep. Exactly. You so, guys want to uh, hear something uh, crazy? Sure. We're all about crazy here. I've never played a cheetah. <gasps> oh! oh, my goodness. How, how lucky Especially I am. To, I have something to look to forward Pinburg. to. Right? You went to Pinburg. You, you know, you should have played yeah, the one there. Yeah. Yes, but I didn't. 
Fail. Oh. Fail, fail, fail. Yeah. That'd be another good segment of just There's what game. game have you not played that you yes, should play? You really want to play it. Yes, yeah. I would say Freedom. No, I actually played it. I, Freedom I, Prototype. I it's played. harder for us, honestly. Yeah. I haven't played no, a Thunderbird either. No, I haven't played a Thunderbird, but I have no interest, so that just negates that rule. Yeah. I have played Thunderbirds. I have played Thunderbirds. And I like to play. A, I like to play Guns and Roses, the new one. <laughs> Does it count if I say um, I'd like to play a working alien? That's true too. <laughs> Ours is actually working up here in uh, Buffalo, so come on out, Ron. Because yeah, I tried to play the one at Buffalo the one time, and it literally broke when I was playing it. Yeah, now it's working. Then I played it again, and it got in some kind of infinite loop and wouldn't end, and had to be rebooted, and I gave up. Yeah, He's going to break the game again, Bruce. If you yeah, you don't want it. me playing it. I I went to play it at a show, was in line, and then the glass broke, so I couldn't play that one. It still sucks, but I'll I'll play it. I played it at Indisc, but it obviously wasn't working. Number one, I couldn't see anything because it was so dark, and number two, it was obviously not working because I ended up in some kind of loop again where something wouldn't finish and just it wasn't wasn't working. Mm-hmm. So I, my mine would be a working alien that I could see the ball. There you go. Uh, it's incredibly dark. Yes, well, it's very dark. Pocketeer won't help you there either. So no, that won't help you there. And they got rid of a, a cosmic uh, gunfight. They couldn't get it fixed, so they pulled it off the floor. Finally, <laughs> they actually had a cos- the not cosmic gunfight. I mean, uh, what's the new one that came out from Suncoast? Oh, uh, cosmic, cosmic carnival. 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 They had one, and it, it died after four days, and it never. They yeah, never you're never going to get that fixed. Did they call the manufacturer for warranty? <laughs> yeah, they did. How'd that go? You're funny, Zach. But that that game would be worth a lot, right? Because it's so rare. So oh, yeah. no, 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 even no. broken. No, no, fail. The only one that's worth a lot broken is Magic Girl. Yeah, and it's not even broken. It just doesn't do anything. No, it's just, it, <laughs> it's no, not it, broken because it's working as complete as, attended, as, as designed. <laughs> as in the mechs aren't even there, so yeah, they can't possibly do anything. I'm still waiting on Deep Root with their uh, showing us how the lifter works, the, their mover. Oh, that never did. Uh, that didn't happen, did it? Never. No. And it just got ignored over by everyone. Yeah, they were supposed to have a seminar on how their play field, or no, what the game set up. You could yep, have one person set up a game. Be. Yep. Yeah, which it sounded like a hinged thing on the bottom of the cabinet, like the tilter does. Yep. Still haven't seen it. Not one mention about it. They have like ever since their sort of reveal to the six, the the lucky six, I'll call them. They've done nothing in what two months. Yeah. They're what working the on getting the on? stuff working. I, I think they learned their lesson about being loud and braggadocious, and I don't think you're going to hear a peep from them until they actually are going to release something. I'll take that bet. Ooh! You, you think you're going to hear something? I bet we hear at least one more thing that doesn't come out. Doesn't as, come out. As yes. All things considered, I really hope they come out and rock and make some great games. But it's just uh... pinball's hard. They're not impressing me with uh, their bravado that backfired. Well, the bravado is one dude. Let's be fair. Unfortunately, he's the owner. But they stated that in September that, oh, watch us at Expo on our thing. And then you still don't do anything. You ignore it, and it's just glossed over again. I just don't understand why they would state that, and then unless it doesn't work. I, uh, maybe you're right, Ron. Maybe they need to be 
I think they need to be quiet. They, they need to turn. Yeah. They need to turn to uh, from from Hulk Hogan. They need to be more quiet. They need to be more like Ricky Steamboat or something. They're just going to be very humble, staring at the camera. Wait till the, the thing's ready, and then they come out. Yeah, they should do haggis. Stream or a game when it's finished, and it just totally surprises people how you know Good cohesive and complete it is. So. Yeah. Do we see anything in the next six months from Deep Root? Or hear anything? Six yes. months? Six yeah. Months. Hear anything? Yeah. Yes, sure. He'll hear something. You think it, so you were thinking if Texas goes off. It won't, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, if the Texas does go off, you think that will be their next no, reveal? No, I don't think so. It's four months away. I still don't think so. Okay. There could be a virtual pin, Texas Pinball Festival. Yeah. I think number one, there won't be a Texas Pin. It's, yeah, yeah, it'll no, be like I, a virtual, or they'll have, they'll do some kind of YouTube thing. They should consult with Jersey Jack on the proper way to reveal a game because they killed it with Guns N' Roses. They did. I yes. mean, which I'm bringing them up because they also worked with the slow-mo guys. You know the slow-mo guys are, Bruce? Yes, they're the ones that actually have a YouTube page where they go over everything slow-mo. Slow-mo. They show everything in super slow-mo cameras. So Jersey Jack got a hold of them and said, hey, would you like to do some pinball? Sure. And they gave them a... Willy Wonka, which you guys got to check this out if you haven't seen it. Just go to YouTube, look for the slow-mo guys in pinball. It's like the first video, and it's wild, some of the stuff, the way it looks. I, I was more impressed. I, I know a lot of people talk about the, the flipper rubber. Like when you f- flip the flipper, the rubber is actually moving off of the flipper, which is wild. But I thought like a lot of the mechs, something like a, just a the thing that launches the ball, and you see the entire frame move when it fires in. I liked how um, when he hit a ramp and the ball was just skating back and forth, back and forth up the ramp, you had the sense that the ball is like curving against the, uh, against the side. Mm, it wasn't really. It was more wild. Yeah. Highly recommend it, especially since, let's see, how many, how many views do you think that video has got? Oh, probably at least 2,000, maybe. <laughs> 700,000. Yeah, six hundred and ninety-two thousand. Wow. You think pinballs got some? Uh, They're exposing themselves. Exposing, to yeah. So good job, Jersey Jack, because the slow mo guys—they have fourteen million subscribers. Speaking of Willy Wonka, now we have a foreigner on the show. We could have some fun with language. Am I the first European guy, by the way, on the Slam Chip podcast? Hmm. I think. Have, yeah, have a, I, I think you so. You have a couple of Australians some, some, and Canadians. Some other European guys somewhere just screaming at yeah. the microphone right now that we're forgetting. <laughs> I'm European, you asshole! Well, there, might, there could be some living in the U.S. that still has a, 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 a home, home country passport. Okay, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. This is something I found out recently. This is good. For the original theatrical release in the theaters back in the 70s, in this country, that movie was titled, translated to English literal, of course, The Boy Who Drowned in the Chocolate Sauce. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> How about that? There were some... I think that's put on every new Jersey Jack pinball machine. Yes, uh, exactly. Alternate translate, alternate translate coming. There you go. I love it. They did some wicked movie title translations back then. Of course, nowadays, it's only for kids stuff, but... Back then, for comedies and action flicks, it was really... You talked about Blazing Saddles on the last show. That was uh, the sheriff shoots at everything. 
The sheriff shoots at everything. Shoots at everything. Wow. Yeah. Not everyone, but everything. Everything. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. And that is definitely different. The Cannonball Run was uh, on a ride with the crazy ones. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a weird alternate had, titles. It has a it, that one has a nice rhyme to it in the in my language. So. You thought you were going to say Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory was originally going to be called like Hershey Highway or something. <laughs> Yikes. I'm watching the video right now. It's Man, the side art is so plain on Willy Wonka. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, it's just blue with the logo. Yep. It's like the last minute. Let's figure out this stuff. Uh, like, no. We have a whole three images, stock photos. Yeah, stock photos. Like yep. Photoshop. Uh, but we have Guns N' Roses, so we have actual art. It's so much easier when you can just use whatever you want. Isn't it? Yeah. 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 Or whatever the hell the Ricky Mor- Rick and Morty people were doing. Yeah. The amount of like, call-outs and stuff in that thing is ridiculous. Oh, isn't yeah, it great? See, the, Rick and Morty oh, is one of the things that gives me hope for my dream theme. Oh, because of... Uh... Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Yes. Because, I mean, that game is... It's just clips from the show and Justin Roiland, the, you know, the guy who actually does the voice. That's it. He's the only one doing it, as far as I know. The only one with the show doing custom callouts. I know they have other people. You know, Jeff Parsons is in the game. You know, from the pinball podcast, etc. Or the pinball players podcast. Sorry, Jeff. It just gives me hope that the right company doing it. Get Mike Judge in there. Do all the callouts. It could be awesome. It's my dream. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mail ball bag. Oh God. Okay. We'll do the mail ball bag. It's time for the mail ball bag. Where's your sound effect? You didn't even say anything. Uh, you have to say it before I can do the sound effect. I can't have it, me saying it. But being that we just set it up, isn't it lost everything? No, you have editing. Uh, well, I'm not going to edit that. Okay, then that's up to you. Okay, it's time for the mail ball bag. <sighs> there we go. I love this one. So we mentioned the new Cheetah Playfields, right? Yes. So our very own Scott has emailed us. Yes, he has. All excited, right? Yeah, he was all excited. CPR will be making cheetah playfields, so prepare for the onslaught of people building bad cheetahs. Yeah. Man! They already are talking about it, how they have to get the uh, the memory uh, drop targets. How do we botch some of these games, steal from one game to make another game that people want? What are they going to use for the cabinets? You can find a Flight 2000. I guess Flight 2000. That'd be pretty the only one, right? Because all the others are multi-level. Yeah. Why have weird stuff in them? Yeah. Uh, big game would work. Big game would work, too. Yep. Big game would work. But, I mean, it's a big game. Why would you want to do yeah, that? The, that? Just do the Flight 2000 instead, because it's just get a Gamatron. Yep. Yeah. There you go. We got a response back for our complaining about the TWIP promoters database sorting. Yes, we did. And it's still, that wasn't a great answer. Well, no, it's because Bruce doesn't understand the answer. But, yes, it was a very detailed technical answer that I had no problem with. So... But the problem I have with it is, guess what? If you go by relevance and have the number, uh, it should still go by number. So, in other words, even with this very, very clear, concise answer that was given, Bruce still isn't happy. No, because guess what? If you okay. go to Best Buy and you go by the comments on there and you go by relevance of how the ratings are and by reviews, you can go highest to lowest. will never satisfy Bruce. And they didn't go highest to lowest. Oh, God. Okay. Sorry. We have an email from Jim. Hi, Jim. Hi, Jim. He says, "Would you buy that from Pinball Expo?" So because they had oh, a um, was... they had an online auction, I believe. 
Yeah, they didn't tell anybody about they were going to do this until the day of. Mm. Well, let's yeah. see. A Seaberg jukebox for thirteen fifty. No. No. A Data East Frankenstein for thirty two hundred. No. God no. 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 South Park for thirty five hundred. No. No. Gottlieb the games, which was actually um, I think Not Ellen said he, Ellen said he liked this one thirteen hundred. No. No. You wouldn't do it for thirteen no. hundred. No. Zach. I've never played the game. You never played the games? I never played the games. <laughs> I never played the games game. Now, ShopRite has the games, games, selling lots of games, games, everything you game, game. <laughs> okay. The Spinball Jolly Park, 3500 No. That's not a horrible price for the market. They're going for 4000 on eBay. So I should have gotten it for 3500 then? No, because it's still a bad game. But it's not like a great price. But it's got the cool pop bumpers with the little bumper cars on them. Yay! Just like Oktoberfest. Yeah. You get one of those two, Ron? No. Yeah. No. See? Bruce is though. He loves it. Alien Star. I like that game. And of course, that game sold before it went to auction. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I love it. This game is sold twenty two hundred. Yeah. No, it all depends. I didn't see the condition of it. I'd pay twenty two hundred unless it was total shit. Kings of Steel, but it had no price on that one. Pinbot for twenty two hundred. No. No? I know. Lethal Weapon 3 for 3300 God, God no, no. no. I'm going to sell mine for that much. Yeah, yeah I know. Ron, Zach would be happy. <laughs> Centaur First Edition. Oh, I guess it means the non-LE edition. Yes. Playfield Worn, 2500 Not bad. No. Not bad, but I know. You get the parts and you one. get the Playfield. Yeah, you yeah. get the Playfield. Is that a right? maybe? That's a maybe. Okay. Jungle Lord Upper Playfield Worn. Fifteen hundred. No, I say no. They made a ton of ton of jungle lords. Fifteen hundred is like a good condition. Nice, yeah. yeah, nice one. Yeah, I agree. Black Knight backlash flaking bad around the title. Playfield wear near bonus lights. Eighteen hundred. No, There's so many of them out there you can find. Yeah, unless you said it says candidate for hard top and repo backlash. Does Mayfair still have the repros for Black yeah. Knight? They do. Yeah, they do. Uh, Mayfair still has some. Let's see. All games, good cosmetics, unless otherwise specified. Okay. So it looks like we might have gotten one of them. Yeah. Possibly. Maybe two. Maybe two. Maybe two. Yeah. We're so picky. The pin clash thing that I can't play in because I don't have a Jurassic Park that uh, Carl D'Angelo and IE Pinball is running. A tournament for streamers. Oh, Zach's in that. He has a Jurassic Park. Well, I I might be if I actually get off my ass and do it. Yeah, because you have to actually qualify because they have 24 yes. spots and like 40-something people want to enter. Yep. So, yep. so you got to get in it to win it. Escape from Nublar speedruns where the top 24 get in. The top eight get buys. So, of course, they already got two. They already got like Escher, Escher Levkoff, of course, and Raymond Davidson are in with sub two-minute times. Yeah. Great. Thanks. So they're in. Whoops. Yeah. So I don't even know what that means. I have no idea what Escape from Nublar is. I've never, I've only played Jurassic Park a couple times at Rock Fantasy and a couple times at, at Silver Ball Saloon. I don't know what Escape from Nublar is other than, isn't it one of the wizard modes, but you can just go straight to it? Yes. I think that was the original of the just skip straight to wizard idea. modes that now yes. everyone's doing. Yeah, because they now do it on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So Soren, where, where you are, do you see all these new Stern games? Yes, Stern is everywhere. They have a clear presence here, but uh, and all, Jersey Jack are also here, but they're not that much uh, out in the wild. But um, yeah, we had a Jurassic Park in our pinball lounge for 
for a year now. So oh, it's just gone, but we have we have had it. So. so what would you say? Let's just say the last couple years. What are your, like your favorite Stern games? The newer ones that come out. Deadpool. 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 Right. Deadpool. Yeah. I love there was no hesitation there. It's like Deadpool. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. Deadpool is awesome. Amazing. Amazing package. The callouts and the display work and all that just works. Yep. Great play field. Sounds everything. Easy to understand. Easy to play. You know, appealing. I have one on location. I'm happy. Right. Although there was some people complaining about the new code, of course. I complain about the 74 champion scores that all of a sudden popped up on that, but uh, <laughs> that's another thing. But they had like um, the disco multiball now has like four different songs that it can pick. Mm. Uh, I know I was, they, they added a polka song for the um, Katana Rama. Katana Rama. The problem is it, Katana Rama had two songs and one of them is like my favorite song in the game. The one with the keyboard. I love that one. Organ. I love that one. Yeah, organ. But the problem is Ron now. Ron loves the organ. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Great organ. So now the problem is that you add the polka song. I've now decreased. You know, I went from 50% chance of hearing my song to 33% chance of hearing my song. <sighs> Boo. Always got to complain. Now you just need to open Pinball Browser and replace the other two songs with your favorite with song. With just yeah. that one. <laughs> it's yep. And it's all loops. It's all 100% time now. <laughs> this is Dan. Daniel. Hi, Dan. He says, uh, Daniel Hoffines. He's, wait a minute. Isn't he the one who wants stars and has stars now? He has stars. Yes, he has stars. Hi, fellas. Finally caught up on episode. You guys being back on this regular schedule is cool. Not for my editing. It's not. I had intended to it's send you great. some. great. I think up. we should go every week. Shut up. Mail ba- yeah, yeah mail, mail ball <laughs> bag material, but the episodes just kept on coming. And then a clusterfuck popped in, too. Yes. Bruce and Kat, thanks a ton for taking the time to tell your story of the Silver Ball Saloon. That was something I've been asking about, and unfortunately it was under different circumstances than we all expected. I wish you all the luck in your future endeavors. Thank you. A couple episodes back, you guys were talking about Deep Root and building the best worst game out of parts. I would add the Amazing Thunderbirds ramps to that list. Oh, yeah. The original ones, before they redid it. Yeah. Because they made them less sucky, I, I guess. I got a couple of Ron's games recently. I traded my Jurassic plus a bit of cash for a Deadpool and a Star Wars. Smart man. Smart man. One out of two isn't bad, Daniel. One out of two is not bad at all. Yeah, you should have kept the Jurassic. Deadpool is amazing. Yeah, you should have kept the Jurassic and got got the Deadpool. I agree. Or, Or use the cash to get the Star Wars, get rid of the Deadpool, keep the Jurassic. Deadpool is amazing. Still working on getting to know Star Wars. You'll love it when you get to know it. No, you won't. Shut up. Sucks. Geometry Shut sucks. up. Sucks. 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 Also, a correction from the last pre-Clusterfuck episode. In talking about Black Knight, Sword of Rage, and Steve Ritchie two-level playfields, Ron mentioned the last one prior he did was No Fear. He made World Poker Tour after. Fail. Ron did say he wanted writing corrections on his other show. Uh, I need someone to correct this correction because I don't think I said that. I don't remember. What I remember saying was that Black Knight Sword of Rage have the best art on a Street Richard game since No Fear. I thought that's what I said. But guess what? If you notice, Ron always tries to wiggle out of his mistakes. I'm wiggling out of it. He wiggles out of it. I don't think I would have said that No Fear at a two-level playfield because it doesn't. It's just a jump ramp. It's still a two-level playfield. It's not a a playfield up there. It's literally just a a receiver that receives the ball. It's just a really fancy ramp. Yeah. Yeah, fancy, uh, 
big monster ramp with a metal piece on it also. I don't think it counts as a playfield unless you actually have like a playing surface. What do you think, Soren? Is it a playfield? No fear. Is that a, a playfield? Is that an uh... upper playfield? <laughs> is it on the main level? No. Uh... It's then, uh, guess what? An upper playfield. So is every this ramp is my a playfield, Bruce? No, oh. it's not a ramp. This is my opinion. It is an upper playfield, mm-hmm. mainly because there's a flipper. Yes. I mean, it's it's not a diverter or anything like that. There's a player interaction stuff. So what about like uh, on WWELE that has a habit trail with a flipper that you can flip the ball off the habit trail? Is that an upper playfield? What game is that? WWELE. Yeah, never heard of it. <laughs> You've never seen it, so. Or what about uh? It's it's, it's an upper playfield. Shadow then Shadow has three. Then you're saying in your mind Shadow has three play upper playfields. Three. That's what Zach's saying, because as a diverter, it moves it and uh, well, that's kicks. That's what I'm not saying. That's why I disagree with you guys, that it's not up a play field. But, well, yeah, think... the, the diverter's on the ramp. It's a player-controlled thingy, you know. But you still have – it's not a flipper. That's why I agree with Soren. It's not a, fli- it's uh, a flipper. So we have two versus it. two. Need the tiebreaker. All right, uh, listeners, this is all up to you. So you can write in to slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. And tell us whether No Fear has an upper play field or not. Yes or no? Drew should put a poll on Facebook. I, yeah, well, put a poll. Suck. They got rid of they got rid of the polls, but I'm just going to oh. put a post. I'll put a post up saying, "Give your argument." Give your give your argument. No, just just say whether Bruce is wrong or not, which he is. No, I'm not. All right, yeah. all right. Let all the right. listeners decide. Let the listeners decide. Let the listeners prove that Ron is wrong again. Because usually, when Ron asks for these questions, what happens? Okay, okay. <laughs> you notice how he's not arguing on that one anymore. I just noticed this other email. I just realized um, I got paid for Twitch. Oh, wow. How much you get paid? $119. Really? Wow. Congratulations. So the Slam Tilt Podcast makes fifty nine fifty. Excellent. I'll take my share tomorrow. I knew you'd say that, too, if I mentioned it. <laughs> It's like, what's the name of the what's the name of the stream, Ron? Uh, yeah, and wait, I've been on it a couple of times, so my presence makes more bits come to your. Uh, yes, your presence makes more bits come in. Yep, it pays for the maintaining the camera. On the debate of art on Steve Ritchie games post Nofia, I say don't forget Star Trek. I really like that playfield. Really? No. Yeah. The art on the playfield? Yes. No. I like simple. Uh. I like simple stuff. I like stuff that works. I mean, the uh, photon thingy triangles—they're too big. That should be half size. But apart from that, I really like it. No, I like everything. I, else I really about like that game. I, I really, really like, like everything game. else about the LE. I love the lighted warp ramp. I like the lights on the side. I like the head uh, lights. Everything. Okay. I have one more note here. For something we asked during the cluster walk, we asked the loser kid guys if they could ask Jack Danger, who they were going to interview, mm-hmm. about the whole one of those capture cards coming out for for the Stern games. Yeah, yeah. Well, he gave an answer. As soon as DMCA gets sorted out, yeah, that's the delay. So whether you believe that or not is inconsequential. So if that's true, then those cards will not be available for probably a couple years. Ever. Well, at least a couple years, because <laughs> yeah. that's how long it's going to take to get that sorted out. Please mediate on the reasoning behind that. I cannot grasp why they're selling a hardware upgrade, and then they are afraid to be punished by streamers that get taken down. Oh, I don't get it. It allows you to rip copyrighted content. It gives you the tool to do it. 
What? So that's that's a that's oh, a problem. It's because it's a direct audio feed. Yeah, it's it's yes. a direct video. Yeah, audio video feed from the. If you take a bloody microphone and put it in front of a speaker, it's another deal than if you plug in a cable. Yeah. Well, they're they're letting you do it easily. Either way, Twitch doesn't like it because they will just. Like, I know, Jack on Deadflip. He a lot of his streams now. He doesn't even do the VOD anymore because he can't because he'll immediately yeah. get strikes and they'll just pull stuff. Like if he wants to stream Beatles, he cannot do a VOD, a video on demand of it. Or like they're they're like insta ban. They're yeah. like an insta ban game. So I was actually worried about doing a VOD for Star Wars when I when I uh, streamed it yesterday because but I have no hits on it yet. Yeah, mine never gotten hits on them either. So, but I, I have like ACDC. I had the sound way down, and it caught a snippet of "You Shook Me All Night Long" on YouTube, and it wouldn't. I had to get that out of there before it would let me make the video public. Bloody internet giants! Boo! It's bad. It's like on Twitch, you can get away if you don't do any vods, but on, like on Facebook, they'll they'll shut down a stream in progress. Yes, they will. If something like that's going on, streaming yep. of the future is a black screen, and you don't say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, that's that's the you know, <laughs> what people don't realize is when all these streamers, most of them stream the video games. Mm-hmm. That's all technically a violation. You you are showing another company's copyrighted yes. content on your yeah. stream, but yep. the companies let it pass because it's free advertising for their product. But if Activision said, "I don't want this guy streaming Call of Duty on Twitch," Twitch would be like, uh, "You can't stream this here anymore." Yep, yeah. and they don't Bullshit. want to do that. Bullshit. I say liberate the copyrights uh, legislation and move on. The problem is, even with it, it's going to be all – every country has different copyrights for everything, and that's going to be the problem also. Just give it all of them. Don't problem solve. I tell you a way through. I tell you a way through. You just have to make what you do be a newscast because a newscast, you can film whatever you want and tell about it. <laughs> as, long as, as long as it's not a news program, then – so you, get, uh, you, get, you start it with a news program of, hey, you know, uh, yes, Biden won yes, the election, yeah, yeah. and now we're going to start streaming. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I know I've heard things about, like, in Europe, you could get, like, a gaming, a gamer's license. I don't know anything about that. I'm the, I'm the wrong guy to ask. I'm sorry. But if you, you stream, I, I heard this on, I'm trying to remember what stream it was on. I think it was JDL Pinball, who does some of the European streams. Like yes. in Germany, they're out of yeah. Germany. They yeah. they were actually able to get like it's like a gaming license or a gamers license. So they, if they put the stuff up on YouTube and YouTube says no, you can't do this, they can just go back and say no, we have a so and so license and it gets lifted. They mm. have a get out of free get, get out yeah, of jail free kind of, of yeah. Money. But they still pay they, more money to keep your video up. That's what it really is. Pretty much, yeah, kind of. I, I assume it's not free. This particular license. Oh, of course not. Nothing in Europe is free. Uh, <laughs> so that was the mail ball bag. So that's all cleared out. I also wanted to make a mention. I saw this come through a few days ago. John Cosmo, yes. who me and Bruce know or knew, yep. passed away a few days ago. He ran the uh, Michigan Pinball Expo for many years, and he was a, a staple at uh, Pinball, Expo. Pinball Expo. The first couple of Pinball Expos... He was one of the main presences I, I remember there. Yep. He, along with Josh Sharp, ran the Pin Brawl tournament. Yep. I have one of his trophies here. Me too. We both do. Both do, because we both won it together. We won one of them. Um, and, yeah, I just, 
He was a, it's a sad that, thing. He yeah, was a sad thing. He, he had that kind of larger than life presence. He was a big dude. He, was, he had that like I will be able to kick the fucking shit out of you look. <laughs> Pretty much, you, you did not want to mess with this dude. No, John was not he, a. He, he had he had that look. It's like, but once you got to know John, he was actually pretty easygoing. Oh yeah. My cause memory is uh, going down. It was at the old building. Well, now it's the second old building. Downstairs to the and it was the first time they had the. So overnight. that was the Weston or the Wyndham. Yeah, the West Wyndham. West. I think yeah, it was the Wyndham. Wyndham, yes. Yeah. And uh, it was one of the first times they had the overnight. You know, so oh, you know was that the, yeah, the game room doesn't close. Yes. Insanity. Yep. So I went down at two o'clock thinking, hey, I'm going to go check this out. And, you know, oh, you think you're going to get on there. some games without a crowd. That's what you're thinking. And it was actually it was really good that year. And there's Kaz beating up this poor Lord of the Rings. And I actually got to watch him get the Valinor. Oh, wow. and he was doing everything. That, you know, he was doing bang backs. He was doing everything just to keep it. So he got the Valinor. But he did. And that was a, that's the best thing I remember about him getting the Valinor, and that was his goal. He was telling everyone, "I'm going to get the Valinor. You watch, you watch." And a ball drain, he'd be bang, hit the hit the lockdown bar and yeah. pop the ball back up and play again. And and Valinor achieved with a crowd that has yes. to be pretty unique. It was cool. It was like six or seven of us watching, and we're like, "Holy shit!" You know. I of course I did not know the guy. But when I saw the news, I immediately remembered him from the Special Ben Lit film. Yes, yes, he's, he's, he's featured in. Yeah, yep. He was a very good person. He he, you know, he did do the Michigan Pinball Show, and that was a big undertaking at the college they used to do it at, and he had a lot of struggles with it, and he did he made it as well best as he could, and he was good for the hobby. And that's sad. I feel bad for his family, and my best, yep. you know, my heartfelt. To everyone, he left a couple kids with his wife, and that's never easy. Oh. Yep. And there is currently a GoFundMe. GoFundMe, yes, for, for the kids', kids the college. Um, college. Yes. Yep. So that's you know, if you do see that, it's on pin side. It's on pin side. You can find a link. You can find a link and go from there. Let's give our thanks to everyone we know. Let's thank uh, Jeff Teolis, Marty, uh, Hi Steve Bowden from Fun with Bonus. Uh, hi Zach. Hi Zach. Hi. Oh, thanks, Bill. Yeah. Hi, Pinball Princess. Crystal Gemnick, the plum, coming out with regular, regular podcasts. Yeah, Crystal, thank, I got to thank her this week. She helped me out with something from Marco. Who else we got out there? Oh, the Loser Kid Pinball Podcast. Hi, guys. Welcome to the list. Mr. and Mrs. Pin, the Super Awesome Mr. Pinball Pin. Show, every other yep. podcast and streamer ever. Yep. The super Awesome Pinball awesome Show. show. And that frenzy uh, dude, he can he can make radio shows, can he? He can. Yeah. He can. Can I say a couple of shout outs too? Yes, shout please. out. Just plug away, plug away, Soren. I want to make a shout out to Slam Chill Podcast. Oh. <laughs> Why, thank you. Oh, what is it? Five years, six years, five years of uh, very informative, uh, entertaining, and sometimes loony. Sometimes, just sometimes. <laughs> oh my God, sometimes, God, I, I feel disappointed now. And of course, I would like to give a shout out to my mates, uh, Scotty, Scotty Charles. Oh, definitely, Scott Charles rocks. Yeah. Then I would like to say thank you and respect to um, all the pinball designers and programmers who have made all these wonderful games. And um, when we go under the hood and uh, toy with it a little, it's not to say that you were wrong or didn't know what you were doing. 
It's just because uh, you know you were rushed. The the time the time has shown a, a couple of mishaps and things that needed to be tweaked. <laughs> <laughs> so, and because we love your work, so yes, this is yeah. true. Okay. Okay. Can people reach you, or do you want them not to reach you with any new ROM requests? No, 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 no. <laughs> just, just, uh, just find me whether on face the pin side. Yeah, just post on the pin side thread, and, and yep, you'll get him. He might read it. Everyone is welcome to reach out. Everyone, I'm happy to hear from people. And if some of the professionals, some of the guys who made these games, like to share, post a comment, then they're welcome to contact me too. Of course. Zach, yeah. do you have anything to? Shout out with? No, not really. You guys cover most of it usually. Wow, we we did something right. Yeah, so Zach, if we want to see your attempts at Nuvlar to get into the Pin Clash tournament, how do we do that? Twitch.tv slash Z A C A J. Follow him on Twitch and follow yeah, us follow on me Twitch and subscribe to me if that's possible. I, I don't yeah. think it is. You can also just deposit money directly in my PayPal account. DM me for the info. Uh, <laughs> uh, and how did sometime? How did they get in touch with us, Ron? They get in touch with us by emailing us at slamtiltpodcast at gmail You can also go to our website slamtiltpodcast Very convenient. Everything's in the upper right corner. All the links they still work as of uh, last time I checked. Hey, uh, I luckily I did send an email, uh, actually a PM to you and Dennis, on some of the issues you had last episode. Keep up the good work. What do you? Th- oh, he's talking about the <laughs> other podcast I'm on, which I forgot to mention. Thank you for reminding me. Silverball Chronicles, as heard on the Pinball Network. Check it out. Rumors are we'll be recording a new episode soon. Yep, but luckily I was able to now, I have them on PM now, so I can actually tell them when they're wrong directly. Zach, do you want to be added to that one? I don't know. I think could it be, uh, could be really bad for uh, their self-esteem. I think it might. <laughs> just Ron doesn't know what to say now. <laughs> I just don't care anymore. At least Zach participates in the trivia to prove his awesome knowledge. You don't. I don't get the invite. Uh, yeah, sure. I think you just you're scared. I have never gotten the invite at all. So when it comes up next time, put me on it. I'll whip both your asses, bitches. Oh, I hear a challenge. Zach, it is right Zach, now. Tell just him he has no chance. I mean, we, we do know that Bruce has champion Pinberg sign-up skills, so he'll probably be able to beat your clicking skills. Oh, around. that's true. Easily. That's true. Easily. That's true. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, I think that's it. I think that's it. Thanks, Thanks, everybody. Thanks, you guys. Thank, Thank you, Soren. You I, I am very excited for these new ROMs. Just one more time, what are what are the four new ones that are coming out? I think it was four. In no particular order. Red and Ted's Roadshow, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Radical, and Junkyard. And they will be available through official resellers of ROMs from Planetary Pinball Supply. Excellent. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Until next time. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Jimbo.
Thanks, everybody. Until next time, say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Jim Boo. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Soren. Thank you, Soren. Oh, that's going to be a fun edit at the end there. I don't know what we're going to do with that. I'm going to have to put that at the end.